Eric Estep here. One of my favorite parts of being a NASCAR fan is collecting diecasts. It's how I got my start on YouTube, actually. To me, a room is not complete until it features shelves of NASCAR diecast cars. It's as good a time as ever to continue your collection or begin an all-new one by pre-ordering your favorite driver's 2022 next-gen diecast at LionelRacing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Lionel is the official diecast of NASCAR, and don't miss Lionel Racing's NASCAR Authentics diecasts at a Walmart or Target near you. Not only is Lionel the official diecast of NASCAR, but they're also official supporters of the Out of the Groove Podcast Network. So what are you waiting for? Head to LionelRacing.com to order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast. to the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Darian, your face just shocked to be here. We've got a packed, packed show. I am your host for this week's episode, Eric Estep, joined as always by our usual panel. We've got Daniel Baldwin, aka Danny B Talks below me down diagonally. We've got the iceberg. I like how you're the only one who has your YouTube username on your Zoom profile, Jarrett, also known as Jarrett Lundberg. And then to my, well, I guess stage left my right, we have Black Flags Matter, aka Darian Gilliam. A lot of AKAs. Uh, we also have a lot to talk about tonight. We have, we believe it or not, it has been a packed. Yeah, honestly, if it's, I was kind of sleepy. I might end it now, but no. <laughs> Jam-packed show. We got the Kyle Bush to RCR news. Brandon Jones uh, confirmed today. He's switching teams as well. The 2023 schedule for all three series came out today. And I'm sure we'll come up with some other things to talk about. But before we get to all that, gentlemen, Uh, oh, y'all are muted. My bad, Darian. You were muted. You, you oh, gave, no. You, you, get, you gave many people the uh, the wish they've all had. Uh, yeah, oh, wow. No. I, they wish I, they had my button. So right I now. was the only one that was muted? Oh, this, uh, no. was at, this was out of the groove with guests. Oh, my yeah, God. Well, well, we, well, they know your guys. names. <laughs> yeah, my bad on that. That's I have too many buttons in front of me. Um, where was I? That completely ruined my train of thought. You know, I, I always I take great pride in um, doing this show without like needing an editor because like when I do out of the groove, I edit the crap out of that. And I'm always like in the car driving home on a Sunday or on a Wednesday afternoon thinking, okay, here's how I'm going to intro the show. It's going to be planned mm-hmm. out. I'm going to nail every beat, every point. And this completely ruined it. I totally blew it this week. It's so. all good. But no, uh, but what I said earlier was, do we have anything to talk about actually? Is there actually anything new? No. There's quite a bit. Uh, yes. And they heard what I said. So they, they know <laughs> what we're coming up, uh, what's coming up later in the show. We're going to start though with Kansas. Uh, we're going to start with Bubba Wallace's big win. Second straight week, a driver not in the playoffs wins a playoff race. Now the 45 is in the owner's championship. They're locked into the second round. But uh, I want to start with Jarrett because he was the one among us who was at 
Kansas Speedway this weekend. Jarrett, first off, how was the experience? Did you enjoy the race? Did you have a good time? And second of all, how impressed are you with Bubba Wallace getting a second career win? So for the race itself being there, uh, anytime you go to a race, it's fun. But this one was really fun because it's the one that me and my dad always go to, uh, just two of us. So I basically was like fully in fan mode. Um, and I noticed the crowd was a lot better this time around. Than the spring for uh, sure. Yeah, I mean, like when I went back and looked at some of the footage I had from it, um, there was like the entire bottom was completely full and the section I was in was really full. One cool thing. So, you know, I'm wearing my Vikings shirt because kicked the crap out of the Packers and that's always good. Uh, we had three Packer fans or not Packer fans, Viking fans and two Viking in front of us and two behind us. And Danny, you'll like this. The one person that was with the Viking fans in front of us was a Titans fan. So I was wow. in like friendly territory here. That's cool. Oh, hey, at least your team won. None of us can say that about ours. Aww. Hey, but my team didn't lose. They tied. They tied. <laughs> you yeah. lost. You lost. No, you lost. no, no, no. It's, it's a, a different. It is a different column. We are in the tie okay. column. But you, but you didn't win either. God, yeah. I was at the grocery store yesterday and I walked past a copy of the Houston Chronicle and on the front page it had a bunch of depressed Texans fans that just said a new way to not win. <laughs> I was like, Gosh, yeah. dang. Um, but but as for how impressed I was with Bubba Wallace, he and Christopher Bell were the only two all day that I can remember never falling out of the top five or six. Those two were the two best cars the entire day. If you look at overall at the race itself, so I wasn't really surprised that he, that Bubba was up front the way he was. Uh, we'll talk about probably in a little bit. I was I was actually really surprised that the 48 and the 24 were so good compared to the five and the nine who are usually pretty good both this time of the year and at Kansas. Um, But overall, like we all, you know, we talked about it before. We all knew Bubba was going to be fast this week, but I don't think any of us thought he was going to be, you know, drive up to the front and win the race on his own fast, which was really impressive to see. And I, I saw this and I wanted to bring it up. Bubba Wallace in the last 10 races has the best average finish in NASCAR right now. So I had said previous to this week, I'm like, Bubba fans, this is your chance. You said he should have won Kansas uh, in the spring. If something didn't happen, he proved that he should have. I mean, he ran well enough. He was, I mean, he was lightning fast. Out I, re- I regret not picking him in the pick in the pick uh, series because I was kind of thinking about it, but I just didn't know if I could quite commit to yeah, it. I think we, we all picked him in a way, though. Yeah, we, we all, all picked, picked him. him as our dark horse pick. So I think we can yeah. pat ourselves on the shoulder for that. Uh, I think yeah. even the chat picked him as well. Yep, so they did a clean yep. sweep across the board. <laughs> uh, Darian, uh, Bubba Wallace, 18th different winner through the first 28 races. What do you make of his, uh, especially his performance on that final run, that long green flag run to finish? Man, isn't it amazing to have all this parody back? This early 2000s and slash 2011 parody, man. 18 different winners. First time that's happened since 2011 and 2002. And we are just one new winner away from from tying the all-time record of 19 different winners in a season that took place in 2001. The parody is back. You know, the next gen is definitely not perfect, but... You know, it's very competitive this year, too. And it's great to see these smaller teams taking on the bigger teams. But, you know, speaking of bigger teams, too, but uh, Christopher Bell, um, Jarrett, didn't you pick Christopher Bell as your, you know, uh, to be one of your final four picks? He's my championship pick. Yeah. So and you know what? I thought that was a little nuts at the time. But now looking at it, it's not so crazy because he is currently the only driver 
to lock himself into the next round on points alone. And he he and Bubba Wallace were up front. And they were running up front consistently. Um, and honestly, like I know Bubba held the lead for a while there, but I was like, oh, Bells keeps closing in there. Hey, he might close it out. But hey, you know what? Bubba Wallace, he gets his second career win. He is now the winningest at African-American driver in the NASCAR Cup Series. Only mm-hmm. two wins, but hey, you know, still he has the most. So hey, Wendell Scott held that record for a long time and now Bubba Wallace gets to, but this is a marquee win Bubba Wallace needed to, you know, shut up some of these doubters, these haters and stuff. He's not the greatest driver in the world. Um, I don't consider him a championship driver. I've said that many, many times. Honestly, like if you were to poll most fans and ask fans, like how many, if you were to poll most fans and ask them how many career wins do you think Bubba Wallace will have, you know, when once he retires, I think most would say, are you know a peak of 10 you know 10 or below and i say you know around there kind of a clint boyer style career but yeah unless unless he comes into his own at some point i kind of see him being a similar to like a yeah jamie mcmurray clint boyer type yeah exactly so you know i still i still think his best days are ahead of him though but he needed a win on a non-super speedway and in a full race and he finally got that man him and booty barker man like they have just been on it and like you said, Jared, the best average finish for the last 10 races, man, that pit crew change was a huge difference. I mean, if you can it, just imagine if they had that same pit crew to start off the season where he would be, you know, but might have won know, the first hey, Kansas race. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe so. Maybe had, so. Had Booty Barker, had he ever won as a crew chief? He won I... Talladega last year with Bubba. Yeah. That was so, his first uh, Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So second he wasn't, he wasn't that one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, second so Bubba, win. But before Bubba, he had never won before, right? I don't no, think so. I don't, no. no, I don't think so. But no, you know, that race was, eh, for the most part, it was kind of meh. You know, I had its moments at times, though, you know. But, like, obviously, towards the end, Bubba Wallace was running away I, with it. I thought but, it was pretty good, honestly. But that's because yeah. I was able to look through the whole pack. And yeah, there was yeah. always side-by-side racing somewhere in the field. Mm-hmm. The I restarts were awesome. The restarts were awesome, though. Yeah, oh, Chastain yeah. making it four wide at mm-hmm. one point into three and four. Like, yeah, Chastain going to Chastain. And pretty cool. But, yeah, no, 18th different winner, too, man. I just, hey, let's let's tie the record, man. This is, this is awesome. <laughs> this is a lot of fun. Let's go for it. Bubba Wallace fans in the chat are celebrating. We'll get to the most super chats at the top of the hour, but uh, Shorty, PJM, we see them in the chat all, quite often. Uh, already been screaming this all night, but Bubba, my favorite, and a lot of celebratory yeah. emojis. Um, so uh, also shouting out Will Power winning the IndyCar Championship. So oh, yeah, yeah, I've I've seen Shorty in the chat for a while. He's a big Bubba fan, big Blaney fan. So I'm sure he was very happy for this one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Toyota really set the pace though uh, when it was all said and done. I was impressed, and we'll talk about your guy a little bit, uh, Danny, in a moment. But Bowman ran top five. Didn't he finish? Mm-hmm. Did he finish fourth? He, 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 fin- he finished fourth. He's able to get around Byron there yes. at the end. And, and just just all around, he didn't have the long-term speed he needed. But just that was just the best race that the 48 car had ran all season. And it, it's, it, it was refreshing to see after such a, honestly, crap summer that the 48 went through for them to come into this playoffs and actually look good. A lot of people was writing them out in this in this round. And you know, granted, Bristol is not that good for Bowman. I've seen him yeah. crash there plenty of times, especially in a night race. But uh, you know, a thir- he's got a thirty point gap right now. That's that's a that's a big deal going into Bristol. Thirty points at Bristol is a big deal. And if he could even just get like, you know, a top twenty, top fifteen run, stay out of trouble, I think he's all right. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and I I do want to talk about William Byron again in a moment, but I was going to say Toyota. 
um, ended up with four in the, the top five. So they backed up their six in the top 10 uh, here at Kansas in the spring with another dominant showing. Truex snuck in the top five there at the very end. We had one other super chat I want to mention. Uh, Chris Furrow just sent a $23.11 super chat <laughs> and asked, uh, does Chase Elliott sweep the concrete The concrete this year? He's already won at Dover and uh, he won Nashville, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he did yeah. win Nashville. Yes, so he did. He could win Bristol. We'll talk yeah. about Bristol at the end of the show, but we just wanted to highlight that super chat because I thought it was a funny amount. <laughs> Appreciate the support. <laughs> But, um, but really quick, Eric, you said how many Toyotas finished inside the top five? Four, four of the five. All right. And then Hamlin was, was charging. Who was the odd man out though of uh, those Toyotas? We'll, we'll talk about Bob. him a little bit. We'll talk, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't, we'll get to Kai. He's 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 a story. We'll get to him a little bit yeah. uh, in just one. Actually, I want to get to him in a second when we read the playoff standings because that's when things really get alarming. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Danny just talked about Alex Bowman showing out. I also want to give William Byron a bit of credit um, because, like his teammate Bowman hadn't shown really anything over the summer first two races of the playoffs back-to-back top tens uh led laps once again a really solid run and he finds himself in a really really good point situation um before we talk about uh kevin harvick tyler reddick kyle bush some of the guys who had big big issues i do want to run through the playoff points real fast if you'll indulge me for just a moment um Go for it. christopher bell plus 58 the only guy locked in through this first round William Byron, plus 48. Third is Denny Hamlin, plus 47. Then Joey Logano, plus 40. Ryan Blaney is plus 36. In sixth is Alex Bowman, plus 30. Chase Elliott, the regular season champ, is seventh, plus 28. Then Kyle Larson, plus 27. Ross Chastain is plus 26. Then a huge drop-off when we get to 10th place Daniel Suarez. He is only plus six. Then Tyler Reddick, plus two. Austin Sindrick, plus two. Kyle Busch, the first driver out, minus two. Austin Dillon, minus three, actually made up a point this weekend. Uh, Chase Briscoe's minus nine. And in 16th, rounding out the playoff field is Kevin Harvick at minus 35. Darian, since you started talking about Kyle Busch, we'll go ahead and start off with Busch. He seemed to have as much speed as many of his Toyota teammates, but that late race spin caused him to go a lap down. Uh, Couldn't really recover, finished 26th. How do you feel about Busch's chances? With one well, race to go. Just, him and his crew chief, they just haven't really been meshing this year, man. Like, you know, and, and, you know, we heard some of that on the radio over the weekend. Yes, they, you know, they showed some flashes of speed, but they can just never sustain it, especially in these playoffs. Like the Darlington race pretty much has like set the tone so far. Now we're heading to Bristol this weekend. So let's see if he can, you know, if he can uh, rewrite the ship. He's only minus two below the cut line. So not totally writing him off. There's still, you know, still some time. But as far as the drivers above the cut line, specifically in that, you know, six to, to you know, plus six to plus two point range. What is up with Tyler Reddick and leading races and then him just blowing a tire all of a sudden and ruining my, his day? My the poor, poor guy. father. Yeah, my yeah. Father. I was thinking of your dad too. I was thinking my, of him. My dad is oh. like, like I didn't realize how much Reddick stuff my dad has. He had like oh. two different Reddick hats. Uh-huh. He has like four t- t-shirts he wore on the four days we were, we were there. And he's the only, he's like, oh my God, this is awesome. And then, we, you know, because a few cars looked like Reddick's. And so we saw a car on the wall and he's like, what's the caution for? And I'm like, there's Reddick's in the wall. He goes, who's in the wall? I'm like, Reddick. He goes, are you effing serious? Come on. Because <laughs> oh, every, like, there's been a few times <sighs> where my dad's been at a race. Reddick is leading. And he hits the wall and crashes out. Like that's heartbreaking. I felt so bad for that's him. That's a shame. That's yeah, a just shame. just they... pushing the air pressures perhaps a little too much. We saw Reddick. I think was one of the drivers with the tire issue in the spring race. We had several drivers cut. I think left rears. This week it was two or three drivers cutting right rears. Unfortunately, yeah. Reddick um, was one of them. But he is now plus two. Danny, do you feel uh, if you're if you're Tyler Reddick, we'll kind of shift gears over to him for a moment. Do you feel? confident that he uh, gets through this first round or are you really really worried at bristol 
I think he can get through Bristol. It's just avoiding everyone else's problems. I feel yeah. like he is a capable driver to run well at Bristol, I think, especially if we see a multi-groove kind of track, you know, him being his dirt background, he can good, do good if it's up on the high line or he can do good if it's, you know, low line, bump and run kind of track. We, we might see old style Bristol, depending on how the shifting situation is. I think that's like, that's been the biggest um, what if going into this weekend because we haven't seen next gen at true Bristol yet. We've only seen it at dirt Bristol so far. So who knows how the track's even going to race. So it's just going to depend really if he can stay out of everyone else's problems or as good your tires problems. I'm bouncing around a little bit, but I do want to get back to Kyle Bush as well for a moment, because I want to ask you guys, does it feel like Kyle Bush is just spinning out on all his all on his own more often than usual this year. I during yeah. the race, I did a couple quick Google and YouTube searches and I could find eight examples, arguably seven, this year where he just wiped out all on his own. And I feel like that's high. I don't know if you guys feel that way. I don't know what's normal. Obviously, you want to be pushing the envelope. That means he's giving it all she's got, but this feels like more mistakes than are you seeing out of Kyle Bush. So uh, I don't know. I, I I guess Jared, are you surprised that he's minus two at this point or do you feel confident because bristol is next uh am i i'll cover the first one am i surprised no just because he's been so inconsistent Mm -hmm. and yeah he had like a top 10 or two right before the playoffs but when you look at the wider scale of how he's done this year he's basically running about how he how he should he you know he had the problems at at darlington with the engine issue he spun out on his own. I'll tell you, like he blew that tire right in front of me. Cause I was sitting right near the restart zone. Mm-hmm. It was like a bomb went off. Ooh. Like just that it, it, it like went through your chest. It was that loud. Um, but going into Bristol, am I confident in him? No, no. I mean, he's, he's had races, you know, earlier this year, like I, I don't have him on me, but I mean, he has not run as fast as he usually would at Richmond, which is one of, if not his best tracks, uh, I I'm not confident about how we can do at Bristol just because while I think Kyle Bush has the talent and skill and ability and all that to do it, it, this year has been so chaotic that I can't trust somebody else in the field. Isn't going to crash him. I can't trust that with a hundred to go, Ross Chastain isn't going to try and win it from the fourth row. Like (laughs) something could happen to him very easily. And Bristol Outside of, I'd say Talladega is the last place I would want to have to rely on either a winning or B outscoring a lot of these guys who are pretty good. I mean, Kevin Harvick last year could have easily won this race. And if he wins this, you're battling not only Austin Cindric, but also Daniel Suarez, who's been really fast. And the guy we just talked about, Tyler Reddick, who is pretty fast wherever we go, which is a matter of finishing out. I want to create like a fantasy situation for a moment. Let's say Kyle Busch doesn't get caught up in any wrecks. Say he makes it to the finish without really a notable scratch on his car. Darian, does he make the play or does he advance to the next round? Yeah, I don't think he wins the race. I say maybe, you know, top five, at least a top 10. I mean, it's Bristol, baby. That's his track. You know what I mean? But I mean, yeah, I mean, but I understand Jared's point, though. He's He's been extremely in very um, in in inconsistent this season. So um yeah i can see him being a little apprehensive about you know you know making he'll make the playoffs and stuff but yeah we'll just have to see how it uh unfolds this week jared jared i know there's a lot of things that can go wrong but do you think he'll have and i know we're going to get into picks later but i do want to discuss this right now because it's hard not to talk about the points without looking towards the future if he doesn't have any like physical issues does bush make it to the next round i'm gonna be i'm gonna be the outlier here i'm gonna say no (laughs) oh 
All right. So I'll give, I, I have the results from last year up and I know it's not exactly a one-to-one comparison here, but I think it is comparable enough. The two team last year, which he's going to have to go against with Kozlowski last year, finished sixth. I think Cindric right now is just as good as Kozlowski was last year at this point. Mm-hmm. He's been more consistent later in the season. Uh, Kevin Harvick competed for a win last year. He could easily win. Okay. Kyle Reddick, while not r- racing too well last season, put on a hard charge at the end in what was one of his worst performing races of the season. Austin Dillon has shown before that he can have different, you know, just random races like a Bristol where he'll run really fast. Uh, and then Daniel Suarez, I think out of any of these guys, 10th on down has been the fastest one in the playoffs so far Dang. and consistently finishing. So I'm, I'm not confident whatsoever in Kyle Bush, you know, and, and I, I don't see why other than his history at Bristol for the most part, why everyone really would be so confident in him seeing how he's done this year. I get that. Awesome. It, it's oh, a God. hell of a history though. Eight wins. <laughs> I mean, it's tough, but he I won like dirt Bristol you, this you, year, but you, it's had, dirt some, you had, you brought some receipts. You had some actual data to back he, up your he, bold claim. I'll give you that. He also, he also finished 21st in this race. a lap down last year. Yeah. But mm-hmm. but I'm saying if without issue, let's say he doesn't have, I, well, no, 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 it wasn't last year. Pit road issue. Wasn't last year. Yeah. Was, didn't even issue on pit road. Oh, I didn't think about that. Now we did finish second in 2020 in this race okay. so I, I will say that like i i think he very well could but i don't trust him enough this year and i don't well, trust I mean, his luck enough to say well, he will but I this, get is, it. Why this would is you? this is one of his best tracks though yeah, i what mean what do you think danny what so, do you think will so he make Richmond? it i i'm gonna go with him in this case i think getting this announcement out of the way that's been a huge distraction over the last few weeks now this is finally over and done with they can move on you know i think he can actually put together a good race and be fine going going through this one because honestly if, if you're asking me to choose between austin Cindric and kyle bush at bristol uh, for a two-point gap i'm gonna go kyle bush every time on that he just That's cannot fair. make any more mental errors he just he can't yeah. man i mean like you said seven and seven or you know eight spin outs this season you know and he's all made, of his own doing i don't mean to interrupt you he's made mental mistakes at this track in recent years when he dumped yeah. uh when, when he got into so, the back of was it truex he spun out at bristol on accident yeah, let, let, let's let's not forget that because uh, i was just talking about this on twitter the other day the 2018 night race the man mm-hmm. got into mm-hmm. three wrecks it took three wrecks to finally get him to stop contending <laughs> yeah. for the win at that one but, but this isn't 2018 kyle bush like yeah, this well, is 2022 kyle bush looking this, at last this is still kyle bush in his bristol playground well, that playground last year, the two team outscored him in stage points as well oh, and in finishing. Not the stages. So, I'm just saying that it's a good debate. It, I didn't expect will Kyle Bush do well at Bristol to be a good debate, but it actually is. I think it's a fair one. It just speaks to how he's been performing this year. I mean, it's like, just it, up and down, like you said, inconsistent. No matter the year, even 2020 was a bad year, and he nearly won that one. So I don't know. I, I just I would feel like a fool to bet against Kyle Busch yeah. going into this one. I, I do understand why he's very apprehensive about you know picking him and stuff. But yeah, I'm gonna go with well, Kyle Busch advancing you know to the next round. Barely though, he'll barely. I'll also bring it. this up: the the some of the road courses that were Kyle Busch and Truex's playground as Toyotas last year, they ran awful at. Like Toyota itself has not been consistent enough to bet on on a regular basis. That's true. I'm not saying that I. 
I'm not saying that it's impossible or even unlikely that he makes it. I think it is. I think it could be very likely. What I'm saying is, I don't think it's a shoe in like everyone mm-hmm. thinks it is. That's no, fair. no. As Rowdy yeah, no, eighteen diecast just said with the super chat, he has a Kyle Busch profile picture. This year has been pain. <laughs> no. That, that tells you yeah. all that you need to know about how Kyle. I've been there. We we've, uh, we've been well, there. Before. Well, again, as us as us Dell Junior fans are saying, if your pain year is you being in the playoffs and with a win, <laughs> Ooh, uh, that, that's so terrible. Oh, oh so bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, but speaking of speaking of pain though can we yeah. talk about kevin harvick yeah i do want to touch on kevin harvick real quick uh Ooh. we saved him for last because he is in last place in the points after mm-hmm. i believe a last place finish right uh first off let's talk about the incident so the incident that he's it's early in the race they're racing three and four wide on a restart you see ross chastain and bubba holding each other tight they both kind of slide up in front of him harvick mm. gets caught in their dirty air and wipes out spins out hits the outside wall breaks something he's out of the race um I don't know because people I saw on social media are going to, you know, if Ross Chastain breathes near a crash, people are going to blame him. Do you guys think this adds Harvick to the list of drivers who are out for Ross Chastain? It, yes. Yes. You think so? I think it does. I think Harvick, this weekend too. Harvick yeah. did less. Harvick fought on pit road for less last year. Yeah. Look, <laughs> well, look man. Hey, again, we've, sp- we've spoken on Ross Chastain so many times this year. This is who he is. Even Bubba Wallace in his little, you know, like race hub interview was like, and Ross Chastain does not lift. He was like analyzing the accident. He's like, yep, Ross Chastain simply doesn't lift. And, you know, Harvick, I mean, he was a guy after his two wins that I thought, I'm like, okay, you know, this isn't 2020 Kevin Harvick where he's winning, you know, eight or nine races a season. But, hey, you know, if he um, if he uh, somehow, you know, keeps his nose clean, he could be a threat. I mean, look at Darlington. He has the fire issue. And then all of a sudden, you know, Kansas, it's like, I mean, like, it's definitely not Kevin Harvick. It's, a, it's not 2020 Kevin Harvick, but I def- I. I definitely expected a whole lot more from that team. Um, really, Storehouse Racing as a whole has just struggled in the uh, in the first round so far. They're both in the in the final in the fifteenth and sixteenth positions. Yeah, Rosh Crashdane in the chat just said, "Why do you think I named my account what I did?" <laughs> um, I, I don't know. Yeah, Ross Bubba being aggressive, Ross especially. I I don't know. I, I don't know if Harvick's going to be. Is gonna hold a grudge over Chastain for that? I, yeah, I, I don't think know. so. I don't I know that so. he will. I'm with I'm with Jarrett though. He did get angry at for in my opinion less last year at this race so you know um, hey ross chastain's not locked in yet so ross be on the lookout man i'm just saying <laughs> it, it is gonna be interesting harvick as we've mentioned multiple times almost won this race last year he's not out of it he's minus 35 not pointing his way in by any means but he could win i i will say you know we said you know talking about kyle bush versus the rest i and i'm thinking this now with it being bristol this week we probably should include Ross Chastain in that bubble cutoff line, just because <laughs> if you're gonna, if you are going to pay somebody back, this is the place. And it's perfect. We only get one place. concrete Bristol well, race a year now. This well, is the perfect time. And unlike Martinsville, you can really easily, especially at the start of the race when they're on the bottom and you have a lot further to go into the wall, you can junk a guy a lot quicker at this race than just about any other race if you wanted to take them out and. Uh-huh. Whether it's fair or not, there are there are a lot of drivers out there. I mean, Denny Hamlin's safe right now, and if he doesn't think his revenge was exacted enough because of uh, the DQ, then he could exact it here Wait, really didn't early Chris, on. Remember, didn't Christopher Bell, like, didn't he kind of blame Chastain for the whole Michigan who ordeal, too? <laughs> That's, That's what I'm like saying. Eric's a lot like, of drivers are like, licking yeah. their chops right like, now. I, I swear, people like people are blaming Chastain for crashing, like, Terry Labonte back in the 90s at this point. Like, it, 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 it's... <laughs> It is fun to watch uh, fans go nuts about it. 
I, I personally want to see Chastain leading with a couple laps to go on a restart just because I know hilarity will ensue. I think the only way he gets taken out this weekend is if it's racing for something meaningful late. I, I just think, I think too many of the drivers that are on his list, you know, guys like Bell, Hamlin, basically all JGR, really the only driver who I think might just go out and pay him back is Truex. But like, I don't know, I, I just don't see that. Truex doesn't seem like that guy to me. I know we've said that about Matt Kenseth and others in the past, but like Truex doesn't strike me as that guy. Because if you're Denny Hamlin, who's your plus 47, at this point, you're in a good spot. Yeah, you hate what happened back in the year at Gateway and at Atlanta. You hate all that. But right now, does it really matter? He's focused forward. He's got a chance at a championship. Why Why make an enemy in these final seven or eight races if you don't really have to? The only way I think someone pays him back is if either A, They've wrecked out themselves. Like if Kyle Busch gets a bunch of damage and is three laps down, he might give Chastain a hard time at some point. Sure, that might happen. Or uh, I don't know. I just don't see that happen. I, I don't. I, or if it's racing for the win, because I just think there's too much to lose. There's too much on the line to, to spark a, a controversy here. Maybe you just don't think Ross Chastain will pay you back. Chastain, if he gets wrecked, he might just you know tuck his tail between his legs and say, "Oh well, I guess I had it coming." Yeah, Big if. <laughs> Big if. Um, well, that's going to do it for the Kansas Cup race. We'll touch on the Xfinity. Uh, actually, we'll, we'll, hear, we'll go to the poll in just a moment, so we actually have to hear what you guys think. Um, but real quick, we always touch on the TV ratings. Um, this week's race uh, went up against the opening weekend for the NFL, um, just like last year when I think this race was – was it Richmond this last year or Dover? Yep. It was Richmond, right? Yep. It was Richmond. Yeah, just like last year's Richmond race, not great numbers. Uh, 1.1 rating, 1.878 million viewers. Uh, that's down 13% ratings from Kansas last year and 11% viewership from Kansas. But again, it was a slightly different weekend last year. 18% um, of the audience was in that key demographic, 18 to 49-year-olds. Um, however, it was up 3% in rating and up 5% in viewership from this same weekend last year, which was which was. Richmond was that a Saturday night race though Jarrett yes so yes, that is that jades the numbers just a little bit there um, it did lose out to F1 in the key demo they had about 60,000 more viewers in that 18 to 49 range it still won the motorsports weekend at least um, but, but, but it was up 20% in the key demo from the same rate, uh, weekend last year when it was Richmond so that's surprising that uh, I guess that's not surprising I guess 18 to 49 year olds are more likely to be out partying on a Saturday night and not home watching NASCAR I guess that makes sense Another uh, excuse, because we love making excuses when the ratings are good and bad, um, not only were they going up against the NFL, but the Cup Series was also going up against the IndyCar um, championship, right, the finale. Uh, and so uh, that, that also likely hurt uh, NBC continuing to schedule their two main motorsports properties <laughs> up against each other. Uh, questionable at the very least. Um, but sorry, I didn't mean to get too far ahead of myself. We do have to now go to the famous iceberg pull i should let darian say it. it's his line. oh yes he that's right i thought I you were gonna do my job for me thank you thank you eric the poll the famous iceberg poll on the nascar weekly podcast just going back to that note on on the writings real quick no one's too surprised at that number i mean no. I, I was opening at, day yeah. i was i was at the titans game and i was watching the race on my phone so mm, no sorry sorry danny we had some uh we had some something to eat afterwards though that was fun <laughs> well I asked everybody, uh, what did you think of the 2022 Hollywood Casino 400? And it was pretty positive, not as positive as some of the other mile and a half this year. Uh, but 42% said it was a great race. 35% said it was good. 13% said average. 4% said below average. And 6% said it was bad. So out of the 13, about 13,500 votes, 77% net positive versus 10% net negative. All right, positive, negative, or 
meme meme delivers oh me me easily i've been i've literally been waiting since the <laughs> since this comment was posted knowing it's on eric's channel this week to say this one imagine being that guy having tyler reddick as your championship pick after this weekend can't be me he's plus two <laughs> <laughs> i saw that and immediately uh, was like ding thank you yeah. you delivered. i was your dad but on my couch oh lone ty are you kidding me <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll get him back. He'll figure it out. Just got to bring it in just a time. To, mm, to be I'll fair, though, I feel like the problems he has had has been outside of his control. So, yeah, yeah. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, look, looking at some of these comments here. Oh, I accidentally popped something up, by the way. Uh, looking at these comments here, though, top one is from SMCS Racing Network, who says, these playoffs have been crazy. I can't wait to see what happens next. Pretty true. Yeah. Uh, John Smith says plenty of comers and goers, lots of on track passing, and just a solid, a solid race overall. Eight out of ten. Nice. Um, Evan Nekula brings this up. First time since 2011, we've had 18 winners in a season, just one away from the all time record. Yes. Uh, Birdie says great to see two petty numbers winning back to back. Richard Petty's 43 last week and Adam Petty's 45 this week. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's see. There's a, a lot of people talking about the opening week of the NFL, which I, I feel like even for like pole standards is higher than usual. It seems like that's uh -huh. really. Hey, football's back, man. Football's back. Football's king in the States. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. This one says the chat has picked Chase Elliott to win the race eight times out of the last 28 races so far, 29% of races. The next two favorite picks of the chat are Ryan Blaney five times at 18% and Kyle Larson uh, four times at 14%. He kept track. He, he had the analytics and everything. Wow. Yeah. So the, the chat is picking a lot of these guys who have won some, but not that many. And yet somehow they're still very close to Eric and the points. Yeah. yeah they picked Chase Elliott and Larson are like the two most winningest drivers this year. Yeah, true. But remember, yeah, they also sense. they remember they uh, also picked Eric Almarola. So we don't talk about that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> a lot of people are congratulating Bubba and are pretty happy. A lot of people think it's cool. Which, by the way, I did want to ask: Is this the first time that a number but not the same driver have swept a track in a season? Uh, I saw not? something. I saw something that like this is the first time since like it happened. Time I can't remember who it was. Uh, yeah, there was. Uh, I saw the tweet that said there was one other time. Did Sterling Marlin win Charlotte the same year oh, McMurray did? I think it was like Andretti. No, he Marlin won it in uh, 2001, and then McMurray won it in 2000. Oh, yeah. okay. A lot of people in the chat are saying no. Some are saying since 1970. A lot of 1972. Oh, so, um, uh, 72 like then. Foyt, Foyt and Pearson. Oh, yes, yes. That was hey, it. That was it. 1972. Yes. Jared, mm -hmm. I haven't really heard anyone talk about this. I'm going to ask you, what was the fan reaction in person yeah. for that? What was that like? Uh actually pretty positive a lot of a lot of people i will say this uh that were around me that weren't really big bubba fans were like you know what you actually want a real one this time and i'm like that's about as positive like just hearing them uh, through the aisles and stuff. take the wins when you get them yeah well, i mean he, i mean it, it was a, it was a mixed reaction but he wasn't heavily booed compared to like Denny it didn't Hampton sound it didn't sound like it yeah it no didn't i mean sound like no I mean, actually, they 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 probably didn't show it on TV, but there was a fan super excited that tried to run up to the fence to climb it, and they had to arrest him because he was so excited. <laughs> oh, like, he was like cheering and stuff when Bubba came and doing his burnout. My my biggest fear was that when this happened, 
we would see them need a reason to stop doing track interviews. So I'm glad to know that I was not correct on that. Yeah, that, that, that was that was that was when I was at Talladega last year. So I've been at both of Bubba's Cup wins. Uh, yeah, that, that, I was I put that in the chat. I was like, yeah, that's crazy. Where's well, you go awesome? to like half the races a year. Jay? Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Hey, I'm all, I, I only did eight, uh, the ones I'm planning to do combined. I'll only have gone to eight instead of thirteen like last year. You've only been to like seven. How many races have you been to this year? uh six i think or seven oh, wow. so far somewhere I, in there. I thought i knew last year you went to like half of them i thought i thought you were close this year dang <laughs> I, the economy's rough man <laughs> the gas yeah. prices ain't helping anything I, yeah i think oh, this weekend will be number eight for me yes and also that for is... me i'm not done yet so stay tuned for that though i'll be going as a fan to one of these playoff races i, I feel like counting speed week and just having only one with the daytona 500 though it's like that's probably why it feels more inflated you can call cause... it one and a half that one cat that's a lot <laughs> I, went to, I went to the duels <laughs> yeah you got to count every xfinity and truck race you've been to as well so oh, true <laughs> <laughs> somebody get denny delivers to a race he said he's been to zero this year oh no. no go to oh, talladega man. Bring it, let's let's uh, bring him to Phoenix so he can watch Denny Hamlin break his heart again. <laughs> Jeez, I, I, I know that here's a guy. Who, here's a guy who goes to a bunch of them. Peter Strada said Bristol will be Cup race number fourteen for me this year. Hey, yeah, him and nice. Noah Lewis, they've been to a lot of races covering the hustling, race. hustling the races. Good job, guys. Awesome stuff. Okay, so I'm I'm just double checking to make sure that I can read the bottom ones and. Well, I mean, I, I certain words I'll just let everyone know are always blocked on my channel. So like yeah. nothing that bad will pop up. For good up reasons. For good reasons. Um, I I'll, I'll be completely honest. Like you never know how many horrible things you've heard or understand or words you know in life until you go and find your banned words list on your YouTube channel <laughs> and you're like, damn. Oh, that's great. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna. <laughs> Some of these are bait. <laughs> oh man some of these are bait um Take i'm it. gonna i'm gonna ignore one of them uh because it it it's just not good um and one of them one of them said on the bottom ones one of them says not a real win <laughs> okay. okay uh one says well this race sucked plain and simple got enough cautions at the beginning to make it annoying and none at the end to make it boring two out of ten waste of my time <laughs> we Jeez. got we got one that says no talent required to win a cup anymore. Seeing how five of the top or four of the top five for JGR Toyotas is this F1. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Boy, you should have watched 2018. Yeah. And also an F1 for Stappen's like, I think he's going to clinch the championship in the next race. I think <laughs> they have a few um, more races. Then. <laughs> you got Andrew Meyer who does his uh, weekly, um, you know, ranking of of every race and i'm trying mm -hmm. kansas 2 is 16 out of 32 okay that's about okay. where i would put it yeah, yeah. i'd put that there that's fair and then we've had a lot of good races so like mid pack on that is still really good mm -hmm. yeah i mean it's it's between nashville and the second atlanta yeah. race it's not the 2018 season schedule mid pack that would be a whole lot different no, <laughs> that'd be crazy no. we don't want to talk about that again. <laughs> um, I, see, I, I see some bait in our chat too oh there, yeah, yeah. There was, there was, there's a lot of bait, um, yeah, a lot of it, which for some reason, everyone on Twitter seems to bite on. Uh, and then the, the, lo the lowest comment was bubble winning is great and all, but most of stage two and all stage three was a big snoozer average for me. Yeah. I'd say it was an average race. Well, yeah. At least they tried I to explain it. it. I thought it was a good race. Yeah. I, I thought it definitely, See, it was more eventful in the first half, but I thought the second half was still decent. 
I, I feel like it was it's um one of those races that if I was there in person to see all the battles unfold, then I would have definitely, you know, had it higher. But yeah, I mean, NBC, they usually do a um, an amazing job and stuff. But I mean, once Bubble Wallace was leading, they were kind of just stuck on in the rest of the way, pretty much. Yeah, it was just it was the fact that neither Bell nor Hamlin ever got within like a second no. of him. Um, I mean, it was just a really well executed drive by I, him. The final I saw some, 70 laps or so. I saw someone on Twitter saying that when alex bowman had delayed they didn't show him at all but i was thinking well there was no reason to he was out by himself and the cold battle was back behind him it was in stage one as well yeah he he led like i think i want to say 107 laps he led led the most laps i think Mm -hmm. he led by a wide margin uh that was Danny, I know he won Las Vegas, but I'd say if like beginning, middle, and end, that did, that oh, did feel like de- the most de- complete definitely. race they put together. Yeah. Well, that and Coda, because Coda, he was basically in the top three all day. So yeah, I'd agree with that. But I mean, it, it was refreshing to see Alex Bowman actually run competitively. Yeah. Like, like I think a lot of us thought he would this year. Yeah. Put yeah. some respect on his name, guys. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> He's not I'm, going anywhere. He's earned unfortunately. The last couple weeks. That is uh, another race at Kansas in his uh, career that he has dominated but didn't get the win back to from back to 2019 there. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that right. Yeah. That was a fun race, though. <laughs> but, yeah, that's unfortunate. That's a poll. <laughs> yeah. But, anyways, that'll do it for this edition of the famous Iceberg Poll on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Uh, we got a super chat a moment ago from Miles Gurley uh, who says, with Gregson going on a hot streak as of late, is he the favorite for the Xfinity title um that's a great segue because now we're going to talk about the xfinity race mm-hmm. which was won by noah gregson it was rain shortened of course it was a race that unfortunately my pick for the weekend ty gibbs <laughs> dominated up until those final couple of restarts gregson was able to to take over the lead and hey chat we did it chat me in the chat we picked gregson we did it yeah, guys good job you, you guys gained on job. eric a little bit well impressive stuff but uh, i mean real quick we'll touch on the xfinity and then the truck race uh yeah jared do you think noah gregson is the xfinity title favorite at this point uh, I don't think there's a, a straight up favorite still, um, you know, and, and, and this, it does start to feel a little bit like Chase Elliott early in the summer before he had asserted himself as the favorite. Like, I, I think he very well can be, um, but I would say right now, it, it, if I had to pick it's between him and Ty Gibbs, and then you got AJ Allmendinger, Justin Allgaier, and then maybe you could add in Josh Berry that are like, if those two, you know, have a hiccup they could pounce on him but i i think it's between the nine and the 54 right now i, I can't give it just to to gregson just yet because Gosh. i felt like they i felt like they were pretty even from what i could see in the stands like once one one of them got clean air they were they were checked out but i mean gibbs was the one making the more of the passes when he got shuffled back uh he was the one who was able to pass and get to the front quicker so yeah yeah, I'm with I'm with Jared as well. Just like you know, as far as uh, championship favorites, Noah Gregson and um, Ty Gibbs, they seem like you know the favorite. But then I have a third guy too. He's been very consistent. Just hasn't won a whole lot of races this year. AJ Allmendinger is leading the regular season championship right now. Mm. So I wouldn't totally count him out of anything just yet. And also too, um, don't forget about some more playoff implications that happened today as well. So now it's shuffled out the field. Um, what's his name? Uh, Jeremy Clemens won his uh, appeal, and now he is back in the playoffs. So now this changes the game. Uh, Ryan Sieg, I think someone in the chat had mentioned Ryan Sieg was about plus 13 above the cut line. And now he's like minus 50 something right behind. He's minus uh, 19 now behind Landon Castle. Oh, oh, wait. Whoa, that's way closer than I I thought. Am I looking at this correct? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. All right, then he still has um, how many races do we have until the one? Uh, Xfinity playoffs start? Bristol. Oh. No, I, I want to say this. Like, so you said Sieg is pretty close to Castle. He's 19 behind Castle, and then it's Sheldon Creed is another 13 behind Sieg. Yeah. See, with how good Colleague was last year and how consistent AJ Allmendinger is and the hype that was behind Landon Castle, like, yeah. He is he has really disappointed this season. It's very like, this was his well, this was his shot. Well, to like, be this, fair, this was it. To be fair, I'm gonna say yes, Landon Castle has not lit the world on fire like many of us hoped he would back in February. But to his to his credit at least, or to his defense, perhaps, last year's champion Daniel Hemrick is tenth in points. Mm. Just a couple spots yeah, ahead. He's so, not doing but, too well. But, a different team, though. But well, no, he's still does, well. He won the championship with Gibbs last year, but he's come over to yeah, Colleague, and and but, the Colleague cars are just. I don't think they're top three. I think they're like but, fifth through fifteenth, fifth through twelfth. To be to be fair on Daniel Hemrick, he was well known for not winning races. That's true, but he usually yeah. finished third or fourth. Uh, he's running tenth, or he's he was tenth in points. He doesn't have a win. He only has nine top tens. Uh, he and Landon Castle have the same number of top tens. Castle actually has one more top five. And um, Hemrick, I'd does. say he's been disappointing too. And I'd agree. Like, I agree. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I, I think it's just probably colleague of, overall. I think that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm saying maybe it's the cars a little bit because even Almendinger doesn't look quite as scary as he has in the like recent years. Uh, but also remember him. too, it's their first full season in the Cup Series as well. So that also has to take some of the maybe you know, they're spread the thin. Program. I don't yeah. know. So I, I know colleague has said we'll we'll probably hear an announcement on their driver lineups in the coming weeks. And but right now, of their current lineup in Xfinity Series, I am most worried about Landon Castle because mainly because of the fact he's been around the sport for a while, hasn't really performed too great in this one. And Voyager did file for bankruptcy back earlier this year let's not forget that yeah yeah, yeah i have no idea yeah, what his status beyond this year is i yeah i think they're good this year based on like the way that the yeah the money the, the money was already spent earlier this yeah. year but it's like the next year that's the, that's where you start worrying right. yeah i agree yeah i agree Absolutely. as well but yeah but no now with this whole clement situation you know being resolved now the playoffs it's totally different you know i mean sheldon creed and Zeke were battling out there but now we have what one more race to go now before yeah. the playoffs begin. Yep. Yeah. So hey, uh, so, or nothing. So. so this is this is crazy. The the truck series just got done at their first round last week. Now they're moving into their second round. Yeah. The Cup series ends their first round. The regular season for Xfinity ends this weekend. It's all kinds of confusing. It's. it's I wish they nice. would. I I wish they would have it. You know, all start at the same time. In my opinion, I think it would make it a lot easier for the fans to understand and all that stuff. But yeah, man, it's difficult to it coordinate. Is. I assume, but if they could, it would be great. Some somehow they all line up and they end up Phoenix. So that's all. The yeah. <laughs> Just trucks take a few extra weeks off in the middle of the playoffs. Well, no, more like they took no, no. Actually, they take two months to finish the first it round. Takes of the a playoff, long time yeah. to get the truck. <laughs> I think. If, I think that didn't I see the truck series for playoffs began like in July or no? Yes, no, July 29th. Yeah, July, July 29th. and they ended in uh, September. Oh. Mm-hmm. Tr- truck series drivers, th- they probably take vacations. I don't know. I don't know. Um, real quick on the last lap, uh, Gibbs and Allgaier door slamming for second, uh, seemed Allgaier seemed a little, little perturbed. Perhaps Gibbs was very apologetic. Do you think that goes anywhere or do you think that's kind of, no, no, it doesn't go anywhere. It's just another learning experience. Ty Gibbs thought that, you know, he had squeezed them up, um, squeezed them up a lot more, but then, um, but then, uh, after he had, uh, saw the replay, he was like, yeah, that's, you know, my bad, another learning deal. So yeah. he's still young. No harm, no foul. Yeah. Yeah. I just got to keep that temper in check yeah. if he's going to want to be competing late in the season. 
But really quick, shout out to NASCAR. You know, we've criticized them for, you know, the way they've handled the weather sometimes. They handled this one perfectly. Very they carefully. saw a window to get a, yeah, yeah, a very, a very narrow window for us to get, you know, um, what was it, three or two laps of racing in before they called the race. So that was smart well, on their part. And, and they started 20 minutes early, mm-hmm. which yes. made the difference. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I was just like waiting for the reaction on Twitter because I was like, are they really going to finish the stage under caution just to call it official? Ooh, I, but, but you know what? You know, props to them. They uh, got the final two laps and we got a pretty good finish absolutely and they were pretty quick with the trigger on that one caution uh beforehand as well so they definitely heard some of the concern (laughs) and criticism from daytona that's all you can hope for learn and adjust uh so good stuff there um real quick let's talk about the truck race uh friend of the show um and i I know driver we were all pulling for for carson hosevar um, once again, finds a heartbreaking way to not only lose the race, but unfortunately get eliminated in the first round of the truck series playoffs. That strategy they played, uh, you know, pitting for fuel, got Jared and Darian both making this. They're both doing this at the exact Dude, same time. Dude, <laughs> when is he going to catch a break, man? When is he going to catch a break? Uh, it, Can it's you stop Hey, he yeah. almost did with how that last run, like that was his only chance. Yeah. They didn't have speed. They didn't have speed no, this weekend. not at all. So their only chance was to try that different strategy and hope it, you know, the cautions fell or didn't fall their way. And uh, they got what they wanted. They just needed an, another, or the race to end like two, two laps sooner. <laughs> now really quick. About I, half a know. lap. I mean, wasn't yeah. he passed on the last Yeah, lap? It was like, yeah. as they took the uh, white. Yeah. No, I, yeah. So now really quick, I want to be critical here of the broadcast Fox sports. Um, yeah. The way they covered the final laps, I thought could have been way better. Even Denny Hamlin had said something because I had thought that, okay, even if Carson Hosefar finished his second, he, you know, he's, um, he's, he's um, yeah, he's locked into the, um, to the next round, but then all of a sudden they're saying like, Oh, Christian Eckett's passed like a bunch of trucks. He's um plus two. And I'm like, when, the, when, yeah. when did that happen? I, that would have been yeah. cool to see that. They dropped that ball pretty it. bad. Yeah. And, you, know, that. you know, what's crazy about that is that at the track on the video boards, like the last 30 laps, they had like the points to the lap. Like every time the loop data huh. came in for each lap, they had it updated, ready to go. So like, you know, you knew what was going on up to the last lap. And then they like, uh, after the race, the radio was like, we're going to take a moment for the playoffs just to make sure it's official. And then it's like, you're one banana, two banana. And it's official. Carson Hosevar is out. And I'm like, wow, it's that just, was quick. Yeah, they just, they they were so fixated. You know, they always do their real-time points on the Fox broadcast, but, you know, they just show, oh, well, Hosevar's in the lead. So we give, we're giving him a win. They don't, Mm-hmm. They don't look that extra layer and say, well, what if he doesn't win? We, we This is a case where you needed that extra information. And they you never know what? delivered. They, and they, they didn't even seem to address it. Like like Darian said, mm-hmm. when they did bring it up, they said, oh, he's second should still be good enough. And it's like, no. uh, well, it this, oh, you course, know what they could do? I was thinking what would be a really what? easy fix. And they do this on the NBC broadcast too, which annoys me just because like when you're at Talladega and it's like, oh, look at the cut line changing is like, you know, so-and-so takes the lead. What you could do is what they do with the stages and just put like a little checkered flag by them on yeah. the grid. Uh-huh. Just to let people know, like, here's where the guys are points wise. This guy is the leader at the moment. You can, you know, if a fan can't tell that the next one, the last guy plus whatever over the cut line would be out. If not, like they got to get their eyes checked at that uh, point. Yeah. And a good point. Noah Lewis made said, don't even get me started about calling races from the studio drives me out because apparently a lot of the, the truck series race have been being called from the Fox studio, not yeah, from yeah, the track. That's a, that's another issue, but Hey, but you I, know I what? Think, hey, I they think messed up. I'm glad, I'm glad craftsman is back, but I, I don't think mm-hmm. uh, Marcus Lemonis made it too secretive. One of the main reasons he seems to be pulling out is he was not happy with the coverage well, of the truck. Look, series look, this well, I mean, year. look, it's, 
It's a combination of a lot of issues. First off, the first round of the truck series playoffs should not have taken two freaking months to finish up. That was ridiculous. Number two, I mean, like when you have a broadcast partner that, you know, at times it feels like, like, you know, they don't care about the product and stuff, then I can see why it's hard, you know, for fans to get into it too. So like, hopefully they can um, definitely improve on that next year. Or, you know, perhaps when the uh, the new TV deal rolls around, you know, somebody other than Fox I, is covering truck races. That'd be cool. I can't help but feel like uh, CBS and SRX's budget just got a little bit larger with Camping World getting out of NASCAR. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. maybe perhaps. Um, who, who, would you, who would you pick, the FS1 booth or Alan Bestwick? That's Alan Bestwick. Oh, easily. Bestwick. Easy. He's got best no, in no his questions asked. No questions asked. Yeah. And also, he has those funny sayings. Even. Too. Even if you were going to, who? Yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> even if you were going to have me do Alan Bestwick with Rutledge Wood, I would still go with Alan Bestwick well, being in there. Since we're on a small little tangent about this, when we did the interview with Alan a couple years ago, I I wanted to copy down his tips that he gave us. And I, I think I've shown it before. Yeah, it doesn't really pop up. Is that a too pack well. of floss? What is that? Oh, it's a nope. piece of paper. It's a piece of five gum because I, <laughs> I I used to chew gum on my way to class, and so I'd always have empty wrappers in there. And I was like, oh, uh, uh, I don't have paper gum. You so like, I've had this now how it for three to years. Five gum. It feels like listening to Alan Bestwick talk. Does it still smell empty <laughs> fresh? How it feels. Oh my god, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I how, put this how on it, my how, how it feels to listen to Alan Bestwick. Yeah. <laughs> Stimulate your senses. <laughs> but I've had this on every wall, no matter if I live in a college mm-hmm. dorm or at my parents during COVID or here, like no matter, like I have it with me for every broadcast. And I, every time I look over at it and it's like, it's good advice. It's from the best. Yeah, well, the but, chat but is really quick. Trashing oh, really quick. five to, gum. Sorry. Yeah. Really quick. Back to the race. Shout out to John Hunter Nemechek. He gets the oh, win. Yeah. Uh, Zane Smith, I thought was going to be dominant, but still, uh, he uh, ended up finishing P3, so not a bad night. Um, but then the uh, yeah, the two drivers eliminated are Matt Crafton and, and Carson Hosevar, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So now, hey, at this point, Hosevar can just go for the wins, doesn't have to worry about playoffs or nothing. So let's see yeah. if he can finally get that win. Hopefully, that's still racing for something. Man, the chat, Juicy Fruit for Life. Ooh, who likes- oh, I love Juicy Fruit. Ooh. I love Juicy Fruit. I had buddy. Juicy Fruit I recently, it. and it was not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a fan of Juicy Fruit, but I always loved one Pablo's car, though. Big yeah. Red. I love Big Red too. That's Big fair. Red's awesome. Um, well, that's going to do it for Kansas. Uh, covered the Cup race, the Xfinity race, and the Truck Series race. Before we get into the second half of the show, also lightning round coming up, uh, let's take our first Super super Chat stage break. We appreciate mm-hmm. your support very, very much. If you guys want to start a timer for me, I'll just jump right into this. Yeah. Uh, Isaac sent five and said, idea for a positive Texas video when Carl Edwards went 69 laps on one tank of fuel to win the fall 2008 race. Very um, nice performance. Nice. Very nice yeah, job, uh, Carl. Yeah. Texas Thank you. Next week. Thank you, Isaac. Uh, from Steve earlier, he said, "I'm not looking for uh, I'm not looking for symphony by S- symphony sympathy for saying this, but spent most of the morning in the ER thinking I had a heart attack. I'm ready to relax with the show. Well, Whoa. we hope you're doing better, Steve. Uh, that sounds uh, hey, yeah. I'll yeah. tell you're doing better. Hope man. you're hope you're good, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you tuning in and thank you for the support. Uh, but best wishes to you. Hope you get to feeling better mm-hmm. sooner rather than later." Um, Antar Das said, uh, like I predicted last week, someone is going to choke. I guess talking about Bristol, um, he assumes something's going to go bad there. Uh, Bailey sent five earlier, said Tony Stewart letting Kyle Busch go to RCR is bad. Terrible owner. 
Yes, I'm still better. Bitter, goodness. Uh, Tony Stewart letting Kyle Busch. I, I don't know. I bet Tony Stewart didn't have an option to get Kyle Busch yeah. over at SHR. Well, well, let's remember, it's not the first Kyle he uh, um, whipped yeah, He's on. 0 for 2 yeah, on the man, Kyles. Well, come on. He's got he's to keep that right open for Cole Custer. Keep, keep, <laughs> keep in mind, a lot of this did have to do with what could be best for Brexton in the future. That's, yeah, I think true. that's very true. The Kyle Busch's truck series program is very important to him as he has demonstrated time and time again this year. Uh, from Jeff C, I'm saying that right, uh, just sent some beer emoji. So I guess having a drink tonight, enjoying the show, hopefully. Uh, hope you're doing well. Thank you, Napa Racing fan. Brandon Jones to JRM in 2023. Why, Junior? Why? Funding. Hey, got to have funding. Yeah, funding. And he's not that bad. He's, he's like average. The, too. He's fine. He's, he's good. Average. He's like the new Michael Annette over there. I, I, I well, don't know. Mm, I, he's a little better than I, Annette. I think he's, he's a little better. better than oh, sure. Yeah. yeah no, better, I, I'm yeah. saying he's at least as good as Michael Annette. I yeah. thought. Yeah. I thought you. I, I, Brand Jones isn't great, but I don't want to stand for any Brandon Jones slander over here. Yeah. Hey, uh, I was at his first uh, Xfinity one. Oh, that's right. He Very was. nice. Yeah. Need for Speed five three five three says praise Ty Dillon. Okay, Antardas again. Oh, the famous words of two thousand seven Aaron's four ninety nine qualifying to the Colts versus Texans games game it's a damn tie i love that the nfl mm-hmm. is back um, less than a minute by the way hot piss says danny you trying to snap a picture with the iconic hot piss this weekend um so one of our viewers uh, will definitely be at bristol he'll be right there no well, I, I i hope you don't look like your name but i would like to meet you yeah and make sure uh <laughs> make sure our make sure our 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 kelly is not around there oh god he's going um, to jail muff <laughs> Ma- fire 924 says glad for the driver camera as i was watching nfl on tv yeah shout out to nascar drive 40 well not 40 whatever how many cars win this race 36 37 <laughs> all the cars those some of those camera angles were hot trash a few were like i think it was suarez's camera got knocked over a little bit and was like just pointed like at the sky Den- denny's like say say this is the camera for the dash that's that was denny's yeah, oh can no. definitely improve on some of them but but yeah. it was a great start uh melon smasher one concept thanks for the five hey boys another week another winner not named martin truex and can't wait to see Josefar and deegan next year at my home track the milwaukee mile Yes. Uh, three minutes. Very nice. Three minutes. All right, I'll do one more real quick. Uh, Jupiter Rain sent two. So much for Kevin Harvick being the championship favorite. Um, well, you still got Bristol. Actually, I do want to do one more because I meant to call this one out earlier. I thought it was funny. Um, from Sina Fitch. No idea if I'm saying that right. Glad Tyler Reddick shaved that beard. He looked like a bus driver who got fired for vaping with the students. <laughs> uh, oh, you talking about the Hulk Hogan mustache? That was not good. I, I, I don't know if I agree with the vaping reference, but I do not like uh, the, oh, the beer no. he was trying out. I don't know. What, what are you talking about? If, if, what are you talking if, about, brother? If he if he would have kept that until this weekend, I was literally going to buy him a Hulk Hogan bandana, bring it to him at the race this weekend. Yeah, why not? Well, D- Darian, you you and I met Hulk Hogan at the fantasy draft. Oh, yeah. There was a Hulk Hogan lookalike, too. Yeah. What? <laughs> It was, yeah, a crazy, it was a crazy fantasy draft. We got no, pictures. Y'all like hire you. a rodeo clown to appear? What would they get? No, that's what they do, man. That's what they do. They dress up for it. That's wow. fun. Uh, well, oh, yeah. before we get into the lightning round, we do have to thank our first sponsor of the night. This is one of my favorite segments each week where we get to show off our favorite diecast cars or newest diecast cars from our collection. But uh, this segment is brought to you by Lionel Racing, the official diecast of NASCAR. You can order your favorite driver's 2022 diecast right now at lionelracing.com or at any authorized Lionel retailer. Uh, Darian, first and foremost, I don't see any other cars on screen. There's Jarrett's. All right. Darian's got a 
an old what is that 2010 kyle bush 2011 hey 11. fans get, hey hey feast your eyes fans it's not going to be around much longer so yeah you better get it yeah but what? no this is from 2011 yeah 2011 kyle bush scheme um and this is also like i think this is also the same scheme he won the uh the 2012 bud shootout maybe or no 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 i don't think i think that was a different one but yeah, yeah. this is his uh, scheme from 2011 so yep kpf uh, or uh, kfb fans feast your eyes because it is going away soon jared i know you have a personal connection to that car and uh, an interesting story behind it what do you got there Yes, yeah, so this is uh, the show car die cast from the 2006 Chicagoland race, which I received from a friend of mine who works at Chicagoland Speedway. He, he was at the, the track this weekend. So, Larry, hi, if you're watching. Um, I just, every little bit of a connection I can get to this track, you know, I want to get just just because, you know, with it with me going there so much in my childhood and stuff like this. The interesting thing about this car uh, and Eric, you won't like this race. Was this was of course the 2006 I think I uh, show car? No, 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 no. It's you don't know where it's going. Uh, this was oh. the first year that my uh, my grandfather actually went to Chicagoland to watch races. He sat up in the grandstands and he looked and saw all the fun they were having in the infield. And he said, "Yeah, I want to be there. Like, hmm. I don't want to burn it here. I want to be there." So but- for 14 years, we were there. So I love this car. Nice. Eric, do you remember the race in, in question though? Do you yeah, well, that, yeah, that's why I was like, why why was Jarrett like saying like, oh Eric, you'll love this race or whatever? Like uh, <laughs> oh yeah, well, I, I have a actually I don't know where I put it, but I, I have like a giant laminated picture of Jeff Gordon spinning out Matt Kenseth. Oh, and I'm man. gonna wait till we have a live show in here and put it right where Eric's gonna sit. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, uh that one's making me hungry. What do you got there? So, yeah, I have got the Tyler Reddick number eight Cheddar's croissant car. Croissant. Uh, Tyler, are you going to finish that croissant? We haven't uh, used that meme in a while. So. No. <laughs> um, but, yeah, this is uh, one of the last cars I got from JP's NASCAR. And uh, I've seen it sitting there on his shelf, and I thought, you know what? There's a there's a connection to the podcast of that car, so I've got to have it. So I added this one into the collection. Uh, I'm really happy with this one. And Jerry, real quick, going back to yours, I want to say that one. That one's made by the company who wasn't Action, correct? That was the other company that made that one. Uh, I can I can check. It doesn't say on here because I remember they always made it look more like the super speedway body style, and that one's got the large front bumper on like a super speedway car. Team Caliber is what it that's, says. That's 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 who it was. Yeah, mm. Team Caliber. Uh, they always made it more like the super speedway front bumper, very large very yeah. chunky no i agree i didn't like that but a lot of the eric i like your eric i like your diecast though oh Thank my you. goodness yeah well we got our this is the last time kyle bush i think this is yeah 2019 right last uh mm-hmm. last time kyle bush won at bristol beat up rear bumper this is the spring race uh that year i was at that one yeah, yeah but i thought it was fitting with the news this week and also with uh bristol coming up and kyle bush being in a precarious points position so i thought it'd be fun mm-hmm. to show that off um but so yeah. out, outside of Jarrett, we all kind of went for a similar theme here yeah, but yeah, like Jared said, you can't take the Chicago land out of the iceberg. That's never going to happen. You can't. You can't never do so, that. I like never. it. Um, well, thank you to Lionel for sponsoring the show. Um, guys, uh, I think the National Weather Service just set out an alert for every area of the country. Uh, yes, it has. And it's the lightning round on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Jared, go over the news from this week. Well, luckily those storms are going pretty quick because we got a little bit here. Uh, Starting off, there's going to be a next-gen test at Homestead on Tuesday, September 20th, so about six days from today. Uh, So 
really interesting stuff to, to see from there. Uh, Jimmy Johnson has said that he's open to racing in the all-star race according to Nate Ryan. So he's eligible. That'd be, that'd yep. be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin Dillon's contract with RCR, Bob Pockers reported last through 2025. Um, so not a lifetime deal. Uh, I just want to give a shout out really quick to Kevin Harvick for going freaking scorched earth on Twitter. It's beautiful. <laughs> I, I feel like I've been transported back to 2002. Nobody is safe. Uh, and finally, Hot Wheels has actually been responding to a bunch of NASCAR tweets over the past couple of weeks, and now has especially been responding to ones with Kyle Busch's RCR announcement. Reminder to everybody watching, Hot Wheels did sponsor the eight car last year at one point. They were yeah. associate sponsor. That's right. Ooh, that'd be awesome. That'd be big. I don't know why my lightning effect didn't work. This has been working oh, for years. It's not it working. Didn't work. Did I delete oh, it no. on accident? Where did it go? Oh no, eh, it's all good. We'll do the. <laughs> I like how I was the one who originally got it, and I, I lost it. I never have got it back. Damn. I don't. Ooh, I guys, it. someone's gonna have I've... to like file share with me before next. Yeah, next I'll. Time. I'll... I'll share it with you. Yeah, but yeah, and that'll do it for this edition of the Lightning Round on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. And now, back to the show. I like how there was nothing on the Lightning Round this week. It was all nothing but huge news that didn't belong on the Lightning yeah, Round. Hey, we're gonna, we're fair. about to segue into the huge news now, though, chat. So get ready. Absolutely. Before we completely get into the second half of the show, which is going to be jam-packed, we have to thank our other sponsor, Forney Industries. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. Great for do-it-yourself all the way up to professional metal workers. Um, Forney has everything you need for your next project. I like how the chat was like ready for the Forney um, segment before I even. Oh, was. they're quick. They're they know what's good. Co- they know that they got they our. They got our. They're, um, they're on the schedule. <laughs> yeah, they're in this Google Doc with me. Wow. The yeah. Are they in the itinerary joined. too? Yeah, Eight hundred people are in there. We're looking at this document right now. Um, shop Forney top Forney's top of the line products online at forneyind.com or check for them at an uh, authorized Forney dealer near you i love our the sponsors on the show we have toy cars and we have welding qu- equipment hey we, we all do of our bases we could take our toy cars and weld them together let's do it yeah exactly <laughs> and, oh yeah we could we could make damage models of it with forney tools that's right if you Ooh. wanted to just use forney tools to make damage models for your diecast there probably you go. could work I, I i'm not actually sure I, hey, hey hey look it up though i hey, don't want to don't try these things at home uh, yeah. this, this this sounds dangerous so we don't look it <laughs> up man. what what happens when a bunch of idiots on the internet play with their sponsors <laughs> uh, do not weld without parents permission kids yeah <laughs> uh, all right moving on we've got a packed second half of the show uh first off let's start with the big news of the week um it's confirmed now and actually last time we talked about this it wasn't even reported yet but it it's now confirmed kyle bush will not drive for toyota next year he's moving to chevrolet he will drive the eight car at Richard Childress Racing. Before we all give our takes on it, um, just a few important details to note. No sponsorship has yet been confirmed, although there are reports that there are some existing RCR sponsors that will likely stick with Kyle Busch. Uh, we've got a couple other notes. This will be a... Um, uh, RCR said that there will be a third car for Tyler Reddick and said that they intend on getting a charter. Some questions about if that's a legitimate claim or <laughs> okay. if that's just him bluffing. <laughs> okay. Uh, crew chief will be Randall Burnett... Um, and I think that's it. Oh, KBM, big thing with KBM. They don't have anything set in stone yet, but the plan is for them to convert to Chevy and continue to run next year with support from Chevrolet and General Motors and RCR. Um, but that is still TBD. Their driver line is still TBD. But Kyle Busch, after 15 
successful seasons at JGR. He's their winningest driver in franchise history, two championships, five straight championship fours um, between, I think, 2015 and 2019. Um, An all-time great. He will be remembered as, at least up to this point, the greatest driver in NASCAR Toyota history. Um, Jarrett, let's start with you. Uh, There's a lot of ways to go with this because I think what happens to JGR now? Did they mess this up? Did Toyota mess this up? Is Kyle Busch making the right decision? Is RCR making the right decision? I don't even know where to start. I guess we'll start with Kyle Busch. Jarrett, did Kyle Busch make the right call? Uh, I mean, if you look at the direction that RCR has been going, you could say yes, honestly. We talked about earlier this year when Tyler Reddick signed with 2311 that at best that was a lateral move with how they'd been doing because RCR had been doing so much better. Uh, I personally think that just having that change of scenery, because we've seen 2020, 2021, now this year, Kyle Busch has just seemed fed up. He's just, you can tell that he's hes getting ornery for Kyle Busch standards. He's, you know, see, he's he's been, you know, standoffish to his team, to, to Gibbs, and, and, and in a way that's not normal for Kyle Busch to do so. I, I should probably preface that. So I think having that change of scenery is a good move for him. I'll lean yes, simply because of the precedent that he set when he came over to JGR. If you remember, Joe Gibbs racing was all right in 2007. You know, Tony Stewart and Denny Hamlin were pretty good. That 18 team was atrocious. JJ Yaley had some good runs to start the year, but overall was not that good. Kyle Busch, when he went over there, many people thought that his career was just going downhill. He was just going down a slope. That 18 car Hadn't won a race in since two thousand three. Two thousand three. Two thousand three. Ford four hundred was their yeah. last win up to that point. So mm-hmm. maybe so three, three yeah. years or four, four years, four years. Yeah, I'm right. One of the uh, <laughs> it's four. So you look at him taking over this eight team. This eight team is a round of twelve, round of eight caliber team with Tyler Reddick. And they're uh, my championship pick. Damn it. <laughs> they're Eric's they're Eric's championship pick. And with all due respect to Reddick, I think Kyle Busch at his best is a better driver than Tyler Reddick is at this point at his best. So I would not be surprised if he runs similar to what Kevin Harvick ran from like 2010 to 2013. Consistent wins maybe two to five races a year championship contender. I don't think that's out of the question. Uh, and I, I just think that having a more clear mind with an owner who will support his future and is probably much more grateful to have somebody who wants to be there. Uh, I I think that can't be discounted. So I'm, I'm going to lean. Yes. I think this was the right move. I, yeah, I'm with I'll, you when you said that change of scenery, because Kyle Bush, mm-hmm. um, Kyle Bush is great. He's been great, but the last two, three years, like you mentioned, um, well, you mentioned this year specifically, he doesn't seem to be quite as focused, uh, quite as much of a team player. Um, but the last two or three years, the results speak for themselves. He's had speed here and there, but he's made some more mistakes. He just hasn't gotten the finishes to show for. He's only won four races the last three years. That's not Kyle Busch. I'm sorry. There's only so much bad luck that I'm going to chalk up to bad luck. Like at some point, you got to make your own luck. And Bush hasn't done a lot of that the last three years. So uh, crew chief change, next gen car, less practice, rules preventing him from making as many Xfinity and truck starts each year. Like there's a number of excuses, um, but I think this change of scenery is going to be good. Like he's only won one race this year for JGR. I think he wins at least two or three next year at RCR. My prediction would be 
I'd be like over under two and a half wins. I think that's what people will set the bar at. And I, I, I think you can make an argument for both, but I, I think he'll do well next year. I think Randall Burnett is great. Um, of the options that were available to him, it sounds like Joe Gibbs Racing over the last couple months quietly removed their offer to Kyle Busch. We're no longer on the table. 23-11, they're getting better. I think they're close to the tier the level RCR is at, but there's still a lot of uncertainty there. And, and you know if you go to 23-11, Bubba Wallace is kind of the guy. He's the guy they brought over to kind of start that team. He's the reason all those sponsors are there. Uh, and it's awkward because you're switching within the Toyota ecosystem. There's still going to be that awkward day-to-day relationship with Joe Gibbs Racing, the team that lets you go. You go to RCR. And yes, you got to deal with being maybe second fiddle to the owner's grandson, but you're going to a team that is used to losing superstar drivers in recent years from Kevin Harvick eight years ago, whatever it was to, if you want to call Redick a superstar, he's not a superstar yet, but he's a great up and coming young driver in the making to yeah. losing Redick this year. Like big name drivers typically run away from RCR. They don't go to RCR. So you're going to go to an owner that's happy to have you there. You're going to a team that's improved dramatically this year with the next gen I think the change of scenery is huge for Kyle Busch. So I actually think of all the options available to him, this is probably the best he could do outside of staying in the 18 car, which maybe a few months ago he could have taken that deal. He didn't. I think this was the next best option. What do you think, Darian? Well, you know, one big aspect that um, we haven't talked about yet is is the owners. Um, Joe Gibbs, obviously spectacular NASCAR owner, but he's not a racer. Richard Childress is a racer. He can relate to Kyle Busch more in a sense, too. And just, you know, him talking about Kyle Busch at the press conference. I mean, for years, you know, people have compared him to Dale Sr. Hey, this is our generation's Dale Sr. He even said it, too. He's like, yeah, I feel like he's, you know, he is a modern day Dale Sr. That's a lot of praise coming from the guy that helped get him his six championships. So um, I think it's a fantastic move. I think, yeah, I agree with you with the best case scenario. Yes, you know, we were talking about, you know, potential, you know, potentially moving to colleague, but they're still very new, um, you know, 2311, sure, but then there might be some difficulties as well, you know, like you just said, Eric, moving within the Toyota ecosystem there, um, would he get, you know, a ton of priority because Bubble Walls is there, and, you know, granted, obviously, Bubble Walls isn't, you know, obviously, Kyle Busch is the better driver of the two, but, you know, as far as the media attention and stuff, they're not going to really pay too much attention compared to uh, Bubba Wallace, but, and then also um, the final team too, Storehouse Racing, that was a team that he was linked to for a while there too. And even Kevin Harvick was trying to court him like, Hey, if he came over here, Oh, it'd be great. But unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Didn't, yeah. Didn't land it. Didn't uh, get the deal done, but he's he's 37 years old. Like he still has plenty left. I think. And it just, I, I think right at the moment, like we talked about the change scenery, but having the right owner, that'll understand a driver at this point of their career, I think is something that can't be overlooked whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, and if, if Richard Childress can even get 80% of what Kyle Busch is still capable of out of him, he'll be a perennial championship contender with how well that eight team has run. Mm-hmm. That eight team has been one of the fastest teams all season. Uh, looking at what Tyler Reddick has done this season, he has almost as many top fives get this as Kyle Larson and chase Elliott this season. Like this, the team has speed, get somebody like Bush. Who's good enough to get the consistency down. I mean, when you look at them side by side, Kyle Bush has three less top fives this year, one more top 10, uh, and has only led about a hundred, 150 more laps than Reddick so far. Like, yeah, I I I think that he can, he can really excel if, if given the correct amount of support. Danny, I want to know what you think because uh, we have Tip Jackson in the chat here just said, RCR, where careers mm. go to die. I've, I've seen some of those criticisms too. Yeah. Danny, do you think that's the case? 
Not really. If anything, I've seen some people actually find uh, a resurgence in their careers. Almost, we've we've seen we've seen Ryan Newman go there. He got his last win of RCR. We saw Paul Menard get a win there, even though it was on strategy. Um, granted, those are still you know several years ago back at this point. But you know, I, I won't say that a career is going to die. We saw a career blossom and begin with with Tyler Riddick. So I won't say that. And Austin Dillon, give him what you will. He's got four wins in his career. So no, I'm not going to say that, but um, well, uh, there was a comment though that I saw in here from Trevor Bailey that I wanted to point out that I thought was kind of cool since we're on the subject of Kyle Busch and uh, you know, this is going to end at after Phoenix, but it's an interesting fact guys, this Saturday, Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin will race their 516th race as teammates, breaking a tie with Jimmy Johnson and Jeff Gordon for most all time as wow. teammates. Wow. I didn't know that. They, they've been together for that long. I just didn't so, realize that was the record. I didn't know Johnson. Yeah. Gordon you know, I like... really, if, if you think about it, Gordon and Johnson were together from 2002 to 2015. So now uh, Hamlin and Bush have been together from 2008 to uh 2022 technically that's a lot more years but because of times where Danny Hamlin was out the injury Kyle Busch was out the injury it's took them a little bit longer to get to this point wow they are they they, they are going to break that tie with Jeff Gordon Jimmy Johnson though they would have reached it a whole lot quicker if they were healthy that's super interesting looking also what the chat's been saying a sly supersonic has a good point oh where did comic go he says uh don't forget about Jeff Burton's amazing mid-2000s resurgence too Burton you know, mm-hmm. at the end of his time at, at Roush, he was a championship level driver in the late nineties, early two thousands fell off. Things just, the wheels fell off. Things fell apart, goes over to RCR. And I would say from about 2006 to 2008, and then maybe add in 2010, he was consistently one of the best five to seven drivers. Mm-hmm. I think Kyle Busch is better than Jeff Burton. Like, and also, by a considerable and also, amount. And also in 2006, at one point during the chase, he was the points leader Jeff Burton was. So he was a true championship contender for a little bit there. That's a so good point. I, I, I don't in any way th- – like RCR is not RFK. Like this is not a team that runs 20th to 25th every week and then is just waiting and dying to get to the super speedways or now in Busher's case, the road courses. Like this is a team with Austin Dillon – who, whether getting a win or not, makes the playoffs four out of the last, like, what, five or six years. Mm-hmm. With Tyler Reddick has, has, like Danny said, blossomed a career of a probably future superstar of this sport. And now they just got the winningest tr- active driver in NASCAR. Like, I'm I, again, I don't think that, that they're going to be at the level of, like, Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson, but I, th- I think he'll outperform Reddick this season. Yeah. By, a good margin as long I'll as Bush like, drives the eight car i expect him to make the playoffs and i expect him to at least border on championship contention i'll, I'll put it like this i think there's a chance that talladega last year could have even been brad been brad Keselowski's last win I do not think that Bristol Dirt this year was Kyle Busch's last win. No, that's a good point. And actually, uh, I noticed in the chat, uh, another YouTuber we've had on the show, Baloney Burger, said three mm. wins, both cars in the playoffs, but they suck. Yeah, talking about RCR this year. <laughs> <laughs> they did get both their cars yes. in the playoffs. Can't yeah. so, that. so bad. And then meanwhile, SHR is going out this round, most likely. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah exactly. See how that works. Now, but hey, I, you know, with Kyle Busch, I think RCR is back, though. I think they're back. Uh, I do want to talk uh, – we'll talk about – Couple questions I want to ask. Well, I want to ask my next question. We talked about it. This is a good move for Kyle Busch. 
did Toyota and Joe Gibbs Racing blow it, or do you think they? Do you think they'll be okay? Do you think they have a plan? Are you okay with their plan, Darian? I want to start with you on this. Yeah, I'm gonna play devil's advocate compared to most opinions I've seen. Like, look, obviously they did everything they could to try and keep them. Now the ways they did it are definitely questionable. You know, taking away the 18 option and stuff after all he's done for all those years. I after thought that while, was crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think I don't that, think that yeah. happened until the last couple months at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. It happened more recently. Yeah, sure. But then um, you know, look at Toyota's lineup right now. Kyle Bush is about to leave. Then you have Denny Hanlon, who has said he's probably going to retire by either 2025, 2026, one of those years. And then Truex has been linked to, you know, retirement rumors for a while now. Toyota has had this development program for years, and it, it's for a reason. For times like now, it is time to rebuild. It's time to get Ty Gibbs in that 18 to get him some, um, some more next-gen experience full-time. Um, you know, you got other Toyota guys in the pipeline. John Hunter Nemechek has a season's worth of Cup Series experience, granted in a different car. But I think if you if if um, if you if if you were to um, to poll most NASCAR fans, um, they would definitely love to see him in either the 11 or the 19. And then another young guy by the name of Chandler Smith, who I have had my eye on for a while now, well, long before he was with Joe Gibbs. That's another guy in the pipeline too. Well, Chandler Smith is the only one in the pipeline that has not straight up said the Toyota straight up said they were retained yeah he's kind of a uh, he's kind of a free agent not a free agent but he can kind of do what he wants I don't think he's tied to a manufacturer he's been linked to Toyota and KBM but will he follow Bush to Chevy will he go somewhere else we don't know yet so basically I feel like in the short term it is obviously I it it is obviously going to affect Toyota racing in NASCAR and Joe Gibbs racing as well it's really going to affect them as for the long term, if they play this whole development card just right, get the right young drivers in, you know, at the same at um, at uh, different times when these superstars retire, then I think they'll be okay. But they have to be really careful about who they put in. I mean, we've seen young guys get opportunities before, like an Eric Jones, like a Daniel Suarez, and look what happens—they just rip the rug right out of uh, you know right underneath them after you know a couple of seasons too. So, and also too, as far as uh, Toyota's uh, development program is concerned. While they've had some hits, they've also had quite a few misses as well. And they've let, you know, they, uh, they've also let some of their talent go by the wayside as well. So that's another thing. So yeah, I'll say on, on my end with this, I, I, I struggle to say that they screwed up in the sense that like, Oh, that how could they let this happen? Like it was an accident. Like the, it's obviously they had a plan in place with this once, I'd say once Ty Gibbs started showing that he was a capable driver and cup filling in for Kurt Busch, where I would say, I think they're miscalculating is kind of what Darian brought up. You have Denny Hamlin, who one has talked about going more into the ownership role Two, We have an extremely stiff, not up to the standard of safety uh, car now, compared to recent years. And Denny Hamlin is a driver. I won't say he's injury prone, but his career has been injury riddled, especially with back injuries. Um, so you don't know long-term, I don't think, how long Hamlin can be at a consistently high level. And even if you say high level, this year has been pretty off for his standards. Martin Truex Jr., off for his standards and is wishy-washy every other year. I Christopher Bell is your lone rock right now outside of Ty Gibbs. But I think that Ty Gibbs needs somebody who is more of a, um, of a solid veteran presence. And it seemed like from what he talked about on Dale jr. Download and in interviews, that was Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush has mm-hmm. been giving him like 
tough love and, and, and telling him like what he should, shouldn't do. So I, I think if there was a possibility and Toyota and JGR just let him walk, especially with the development program that Kyle Bush possesses, I think that they definitely made a miscalculation if that's the case. If not, if there's nothing they could do, then there's nothing they could do. Kyle Bush was unhappy and wanted out. Yeah. Um, but I, I would really, if I'm Toyota, I really hope that they would, uh, I really hope that they, they did everything and exhausted everything possible to do so because it could long-term have an effect on not only Kyle Bush, but also Ty Gibbs long-term. I yeah, think so. so. Go ahead, go ahead, Danny, you can go. I was just going to say, I was doing some, some math here and the average age of the three eldest drivers at JGR currently is 40. That being the average age between Kyle Bush, Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex Jr. You've, add Christopher Bell to that lineup, it's 36.75. You take out Kyle Bush, you add in Ty Gibbs, then our average age becomes 32.25. So that just basically means, you know, it's just it's just that time. Toyota has got to start looking at the next step. We saw Hendrick go for this just a few years ago when we saw the, the big change and become all the young guys that are driving for them now. So it's just, that's, that's, that's NASCAR. We're, we're eventually all teams that are in this for the long run will go through this. Yeah, I, I think when you look at, you have to kind of separate Joe Gibbs Racing from Toyota. I know they're linked, obviously, mm-hmm. in many ways, but Joe Gibbs Racing, to me, losing Kyle Busch isn't going to be the end of the world. As we talked about earlier, I feel like that environment with Bush, they just it kind of run its course uh, between the crew chief swap and and you know the failed Mars leaving and not being able to land Oracle. I just think that relationship had turned a little sour. Kyle Busch was no longer going to give you his best performance, and he hasn't given you his best performance the last two or three years. So I think losing Kyle Busch, they'll survive because they're going to have and- Hamlin and Truex for at least another year. They'll probably have Hamlin for two, three, four more years, and. There's your veteran experience who can mentor mentor the Ty Gibbses of the world. I know Ty Gibbs and Denny Hamlin, they they have a good relationship as well. So you know, while Kyle Busch is key, he's not the only one. Um, so I, you have a veteran presence. I think you know a veteran team like Joe Gibbs Racing can afford to lose Kyle Busch uh, more so than maybe another team could. So it's not good. And You'd rather have kept Kyle Busch. That should have been plan A. But the moment Kyle Busch was asking for top tier money, I'm sorry, I don't think he's worth top-tier money right now. I wouldn't pay him yeah. like he's the best driver in the sport. Um, so yeah. I, when that became kind of the the be-all, end-all, that's what they wanted, Both side, what Bush's side wanted, I don't blame Gibbs for just letting him walk. It sucks, but I can't put that on them. Now, Toyota, I do think Toyota is going to suffer a little bit more because Toyota, yeah. they have Joe Gibbs Racing. That's their that's their main operation in NASCAR, but losing KBM um, I will, will affect JGR, but it's going to affect Toyota even more because now what do you do with um, Corey Heim, with John Harnimacek? You know, we'll talk about in a moment, Brandon Jones leaving. That might free up some space in the Xfinity series, but now when I mean, you got Thor Sport, I guess you got uh, like uh, McAnally, whoever that owns, the, like the 19 truck. Uh, in, like, no, 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 they're, they're, they're Chevy. Oh Chevy yeah, the Chevy now. Yeah, they're Chevy. Oh, when did they switch? Yeah, I didn't know that. So I, I think know. this year. I think they switched this year. So I mean, it's tough. You lose those seats. That's an important development seat, uh, and and you hate to lose that. So that I, I think Toyota is probably more upset about Kyle Busch leaving than Joe Gibbs Racing is. Joe Gibbs Racing wanted Kyle Busch. That was Plan A. But the moment Ty Gibbs showed promise in Xfinity and then Cup this summer, I'm sorry, he's Which, way cheaper. He brings Monster Energy. Uh, maybe even a couple other sponsors already you got to start developing him for the future because he is going to be great. He's going to be if, a star driver before too long. Get him in that seat if, as soon as you can. If Toyota can put up the money, I mean, 
nothing's stopping four sport from running more than four trucks they're, they're technically allowed to have more than four trucks in the truck series so yeah. yeah uh so basically the teams um um thank you dc he pointed out thor sport um hattori and uh Halmer. Uh, uh, Halmer. Halmer yeah. friesen turned Halmer, yeah. Toyotas again. but 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 Halmar friesen they don't even always run the up-to-date toyota body so they're not yeah. fully I think toyota they're their own thing. you're not going to see chandler or not you know you're not going to see Corey heim in a in the no. 62 truck but i, I but i did happen. i did i did forget about hattori they are a toyota back team so and they've got two or three trucks now two they got uh, two at least ankrum they got two at least i know yeah two yeah. at least so they, they, they run the 61 one. a decent amount but isn't yeah. that full time i don't know if that one's full time um, and also they have some big news apparently too that they're going to yeah. reveal they keep hyping that up See, so, so we'll I, I think even toyota is going to survive this because toyota has enough resources and support give it some time but i wouldn't be shocked if mm-hmm. another big team switches to toyota in trucks or if they open up a, a new team forms or yeah, i don't know trucks is trucks these days they might just focus maybe just focus yeah on xfinity or, or, or yeah. late models like kbm has a late model program i believe i don't know how that gets affected in all this um but uh maybe toyota starts to focus on the short track ranks a little bit more they've already you see that toyota commercial that plays on sundays that shows sprint cars and midget car racing like they might focus on dirt a little bit more mm-hmm. I, I don't know toyota, I, mean, I think toyota will be fine it's I'm, not uh, good but i don't think it's the end of the world the way a lot of people have been saying i'm i'm curious does KBM keep running that JGR style 18? I, I don't know. Well, no, think they, I no, think they had it. no, they're right. They can't I, anymore. Right? I, they probably don't. I mean, I, mean, I don't think so. That, that'd be like, I'm trying to think of an example, but it'd be like, if I, I don't know if Evernham was still around and, and then they would have to get like Hendrick would have to get permission from Evernham to use that nine. If it yeah. was still around for per se. So um, I think they're going to have some new numbers um, definitely. And definitely some new drivers next year too. They'll, from they'll, they'll, like. They can, they can keep the four and 51. Those are just unique numbers, but it's the 18. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, well, that's sick around. I wonder yeah. they could probably keep the 18. Uh, just I as a different font. Could, maybe. Just, just is, is that how we get the, the true RCR eight back on track? We do it as an 18 <laughs> put on a truck. <laughs> I guess so. We'll see if we can make that happen. Uh, real yeah. quick, before we move on to some more big news, um, do you guys think Tyler Reddick will race for RCR next year? <laughs> oh, I mean, on, on, Bush. On, <laughs> on, on paper, yes. And then also part of me is like, would he would would he be that petty to put him in an Xfinity car, even though he said he's going to put him in a Cup car? I just wonder, well, like, I mean, what's in Reddick's contract? How does he have not have it written out? I must race full time in a Cup Series car. Like that just they, they signed that extra year option. I know, but I'm saying, how did his that has to be based on an existing like how did if you're a Cup driver, I feel like you get it in writing, must race for a chartered uh, full time Cup Series entry. Well, like, I feel like you don't leave that up Ch- to interpretation if you can avoid well, children, it. Well, Childress said that that he was going to have a, a chartered third team. I know. But I, I'm not saying him? that he's, do you think he's but bluffing? He, he couldn't, he couldn't yeah. confidently answer the questions that was being asked. Well, though. That's but, but at the same time, he's not going to just completely derail. Uh, well, okay. Maybe he would be petty enough to, <laughs> yeah, I, I, he didn't tell Reddick about think... this news until the day. Until an hour. Yeah. Well, neither did Tyler Reddick t- tell him, but that's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, he's yeah, vindictive. He's like an eye for an eye. Exactly. Yeah. As it stands, as it stands now, I will say most likely, yes, he still races for them next year. Yeah, I I think I think he will at the moment. I think it all depends on the fact if Kurt Busch's brain is is okay mm-hmm. or not. Like <laughs> yeah. if Kurt Busch can come back next year, 
they've already told him it's yours. Yeah. Kurt Busch is under he, contract for he, next year. So even even if Kurt Busch doesn't come back next year, if if RCR is going to keep Reddick in there, Toyota can go to Brandon Jones for a year. They have someone who can run uh, there for a year. Well, no, Brandon yeah. Jones is. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. They don't have him. It's they all good. Have him. It's all good. I, 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 I just found out today. I yeah. I I think. I think that that he will drive for him next year. I think he's going to be the guinea pig car. I think I, he's going to be the car I, that I, is is going to. I I don't see Childress being like you know what Tyler, we're going to put it all under the bridge and we're going to go for a championship next year. No, no, I see I see Richard Childress being the one who's just like. So by the way, uh, we have this experimental part we're going to put in. So if anything happens, you're the one who foots the bill. I, just, I, like, I was i just uh, wanted to point uh, out this too oh go ahead go ahead danny what are you guys john hunter because now we don't know what he's yeah, doing next there year. you go yeah that's a good one but no nah, like well to answer your question first off um look it all depends on kurt bush and it sounds like he's not going to retire just yet so yes but i'll say this man kyle bush joining rcr was probably one of the worst case scenarios for tyler reddick and here's why because not only um, is Tyler Reddick going to be in the guinea pig car and stuff, which is likely not going to be as good as the eight car, but also he's not only losing his team, but his crew chief that helped him get two road course wins this year and, you know, helped him uh, perform a whole lot better. So look, Tyler Reddick, I don't think he's going to perform horribly, but it's going to be one of those lame duck years for him. Unfortunately, I don't think he's going to be as nearly as successful as he is this year in the R and D. I, I feel like this, could be very similar to a Casey Atwood 2002, mm. Jeremy, Jeremy Mayfield 2006 kind of scenario. Yeah, one of those well, uh, deals. I, I think Tyler Reddick knew going into this. Like, he knew, I think, signing with somebody behind his team owner's back, doing it the way he did it, which, let's be real, it was wasn't the greatest way he could have handled that. I think he knew this was going to happen. Like it's he, karma. he went into it knowing this. It's not even true. karma. It's just he. I think. I think this is part of the plan. He knew to to get over to where he wanted to be with twenty three eleven. He had to trade over basically a year of his career at RCR. He's not going to have the best equipment next year. Like I don't. I at least I don't think so. I don't. With a brand new team, that team is going to have growing pains to begin with, and it's probably just going to be. It's gonna kind of like be what the eight team and and with them going with that kind with that team at RCR in general that they did to Daniel Hemrick for a year to get it ready for uh, Reddick when he came into Cup as a rookie and I think it's gonna be the same thing except Reddick to Austin Hill if this I is just, the case I, I and think, also oh go ahead I think Richard Childress is is waiting and hoping twenty three eleven buys out Reddick I think mm-hmm. that's what he's hoping for he's hoping that some point over the winter Kirk Bush says hey I I'm not still not cleared to return that's just not gonna happen and boom it's Toyota swoops in pays the I can't imagine Reddick's contract is for more than a few million dollars. You know what I'm saying? I just, I can't imagine Toyota will swoop in, pay what they have to. And, and RC will be off the hook. I think that's what he hopes they weren't for. They going to pay for Kyle Bush. Uh, well, but <laughs> Reddick, Reddick's likely, even with Bush, maybe taking a price reduction, he's probably far less expensive than Kyle Bush was. But I, I just think, I just think Richard Childress would have to pay money to either lease uh, a charter or buy a charter, which I don't think you see him doing. That's $20 million, it sounds like. He's not spending that money, plus the money it would require to hire a crew, hire a crew chief, uh, and, of course, pay for the parts and pieces that are going to be torn up and used up every single week just to spite a guy for a year, you know, just to, like, give him that experimental stuff, have him run 20th. I, I just don't – I don't think – I don't think he really wants to do that. He might, per whatever legal agreement they might have, he might end up being stuck. If 2311 doesn't bite, he might be stuck doing something like that. 
but I don't think he wants to. I think he's hoping that 2311 buys Reddick's contract. I, I would say I don't think that the, the, the initial reason for it is to spite him. I think spiting him is the cherry on top. Sure. I think it's setting up a new team with, again, as much as he doesn't like him, Reddick is a capable driver and Childers knows that. I think in a lot of ways, this is just a good way to set up the next driver coming in, whether they get a good free agent or if they bring Hill, like many are thinking but, they will. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, I don't, well, I don't well, mean to cut you off. I just, I just asked, like, I don't think RCR really wants to be a three car team right now. I just don't think that's really in their but, cards. But, 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 but they've got, they were a one car Xfinity team last year and they become a two car team this year. They that's got true. two, they brought in two drivers that they wanted to develop. That's Where true, are they, they going to go? I, I feel like they only but, bring one of them up to cup. But I, now, now on, maybe we're, we're still waiting to hear what colleague racing is going to do. They have an alliance of RCR. We could see a scenario where Hill goes to colleague and then Sheldon Creed eventually takes that third car for RCR or vice versa. You know, that's, that's a scenario. Or I raise you this, who else has just been added into the Chevy pipeline with full sponsorship? That RCR has worked with before. Brandon Jones. Brandon, Brandon Jones. Jones. Yeah. So it, maybe maybe they do want to be a three car team. Itself. Maybe they do. I don't know. I'm just saying it. I don't. I don't want to just go in and like he says one thing and we all just assume he means another. Like yeah. I want to try and see from this other side because they, there are ways this makes sense. Sure. They obviously have that side of them that wants to develop the future, or else they wouldn't have two Xfinity teams right now. I, I think. Uh, I just think Kyle Busch fell into their lap in the last couple of months. I think if they'd known all along Kyle Busch was going to be an option, they might have maneuvered the Xfinity stuff a little differently. That's just my guess. I, I, I think I think whatever plan RCR had six months ago has been changed in the last few months with this Kyle Busch. Update. So I just don't know. I don't know what they're, what they're thinking. Whether, it's fun. Whether they buy or lease this third charter depends on how much they want to focus on that future. But I do think it's going to come from that 77 car. I don't see that. I don't see a reason why a part time 77 Spire car needs to be there next year. That's yeah, the thing. Either like, way, though, RCR okay. doesn't even have the charter yet. Like, how do we know that anyone's going to sell it to them? You know what I'm saying? Like, or lease it to them. Like, how do we know that's even going to be available? If, if they if they want to sell it and cash in, now is the time how, for Spire to sell that just, one. Man, Richard Childers, like, how committed are they to being a three car team going forward? Because if, they, I mean, if they're they really committed some... to being a three car team, then sure, pay the money up front, buy it, spend I'm, the 20 mil, do what you got to do, let Reddick drive it for a year, warm it up like Jarrett said, but I'm just not convinced they actually want to be a three-car team yet. I feel look, like they, they spent a lot of money some, on Bush. They have some drivers in the pipeline. Yeah, so they like, do. I mean, it kind of does make sense. Like, you know, hey, let's get this third car and, you know, let's get either Hill or Creed in it, you but know, like, for 2024. Like, one final note. Like, is anyone that excited about Austin Hill or Sheldon Creed? Austin Hill's okay. He ran well at Michigan, that one cup race he made. He didn't even finish like 15th or something. Like, or I don't remember where it was, but like that was fine. But well, like, uh, I, unless I can get Vince Welch calling, calling all of Sheldon Curry's races. Is I mean, United <laughs> Rentals going to pay for the charter? Because if they do, or, then sure. Maybe, maybe the Austin know, Hill to cup. I get it. Hey, look, it might not just they. They might not just be looking at the prospects. They might be looking at some other potential free agents. Maybe. Hey, maybe. See, you know, let's see how it goes with, you know, uh, with uh, Kyle Busch and the eight team. And hey, if they start to take off, we uh, might see some more interest from some um, upcoming free agents in we'll the see. NASCAR world. I mean, so Austin we'll Hill, uh, Sheldon Creed, they're solid. They're solid. Austin, I like Austin because he's older. He's like 28. Yeah. Right? I like that, that he's a little yeah. bit older, but I'm just. 
But either way, though, either way, though, I feel like it's going to be a tough season regardless next year for Tyler Reddick. We'll but see. hey, you know, he's he's going to be relegated to that R&D car, but it's going to be entertaining for us to watch, though. And I'm also curious to see how um, they'll handle him like in the meetings and stuff, because he is slated to leave after the season. So, like, oh, how much he, information do you want? I think they said but, when it comes to Reddick, he's not allowed in the meetings. Oh, so he's not going to be allowed in the meetings for a year. You know what I mean? Well, this like, this so is this is yeah. standard for any team. Like yeah, Brian yeah, yeah, yeah. Vickers isn't allowed in Hendrick meetings. Mm-hmm. Like it's just this so it's is gonna be it a goes. lame duck year next year. Then I mean, if you can't get in the meetings to find out. Hey, what are we doing here and there? Then I'm sorry, Reddick Which, fans. <laughs> again, I think Reddick knew that because when he yeah. signed up with 2311, this was before Kurt Bush was out. Like yeah. I think this was the plan. Hey you know, make a deal with the devil, be out for, for one year from the competitive state that you normally would be in to be in a better position long-term. Like, yeah. I, I just can't wait to see the the pettiness that the children says. <laughs> I like, I, why do I feel like Kyle Bush will win a race in the eight? And those children should go, well, we're much more pleased with what happened with this driver of the eight car. <laughs> I can see him doing that. Yeah, I can totally see, see him doing that. Yeah. I'd love it. I, I can't wait to see what happens. Silly season, I feel like, is just getting started. And as David Bell just sent in the chat, left a super chat, don't forget there are some 410 sprint car drivers some teams have their eyes on uh, as well. So uh, always oh, looking yeah. in and outside of NASCAR. No, that's that's a good point. We appreciate that. Um, I think we've exhausted this Kyle Busch to RCR topic pretty well. There was a few interesting tidbits. Uh, he has it in his contract. He's allowed to run the Indy 500. So that's a possibility. That's awesome. Let that that's narrative awesome. run wild over the next few months. And uh, Brexton Bush, his seven-year-old son, got a contract to drive for uh, RCR one day. That's got to be a record, right? Yeah, a record for the pretty, youngest one. <laughs> pretty crazy. Um, kind of piggybacking off this Kyle Busch news, it's been a rough week for Toyota. They lose mm-hmm. Kyle Busch, their star driver, to a Chevy team. And then the next day, they lose Brandon Jones. Not not quite on the level of Kyle Busch, but a, a solid Xfinity driver who's brought a lot of funding to that team. Brandon Jones confirmed today he will sign with Junior Motorsports to drive the nine car next year. Um what do you guys think? Do you think this is a good pickup for JRM first and foremost? Darian, what do you think? I do. I think it's a solid pickup. You know, Brennan Jones is not the flashiest driver in the world, but when you compare, you know, his time at at, um, at RCR a while back to his time at Joe Gibbs, massive improvement. I mean, granted, you know, Joe Gibbs is, you know, the better team, but in, in, in the Xfinity series, but still, you know, he was able to improve. And yeah, I mean, he uh, definitely brings the funding and stuff, you know, no doubt, but you know, I would put him over Michael Annette for sure. I've seen a lot of comparisons about, you know, about, you know, uh, uh, between the two today and stuff. And no, I'd, I'd give the slight edge to to, uh, to Brendan Jones for sure. I think he'll do it. Um, he'll um, have a solid season in that nine car. I'd say a, a couple wins here and there, not a championship contender by any means. But hey, you know what? Hey, who knows? Who knows? You know, a lot of things happen in the playoffs. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. But definitely a solid pickup. for the, We, we got to see who else game. is in these cars because Gregson's gone he's going cup racing ty gibbs likely uh, gone going cup racing so mayor and um and um uh josh barry i think they're the only two they're um also confirmed as well they're in the and I, as we assume well, all will be back all, as well all guy will be there uh, but i'm yeah, just i'm just yeah. looking around like uh, almondinger probably races again next year but i'm not sure the xfinity field will be quite as stacked as it was this year with gibbs mm-hmm. and gregson winning all those races so i, I, I think Brandon I, jones could be good next year i feel like gibbs's next guy is sammy smith i feel like that's the one I oh need to invest yes, in. yes, mm-hmm. yes 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 uh, yes i really like though like brandon jones I, I can't remember if this was before we started the show or while we were on the air but jared mentioned 
being at Brandon Jones's first ever mm-hmm. win. Um, I was at what I think was maybe Brandon Jones's most impressive win, Phoenix 2020, right before the pandemic. He in that final run just outran Harrison Burton and Kyle Bush, uh, in, you know, they're his teammates to win that race. I thought that was really impressive. He's won five times in his Xfinity career. Um, and he's only 25 years old. This is his seventh full-time year in this series. And yet he's still very, very young. So Jarrett, do you think this is a decent pickup for JRM? I do. I think that, that Brandon Jones is one. I think he's an overhated driver. I think he gets way too much hate. I think people think he's bad because he's a paid driver. When in reality, like we talked about, he has won before. He's a perennial playoff guy, which he should be in that JGR car. Yeah. So he's it's not like he's a Stephen Wallace here and he's crashing every week. <laughs> like this guy, in a lot of ways, runs the way that Daniel Hemrick ran. Mm-hmm. Like he like except he wins. So yeah. this not and he's going into what I would say in the Xfinity series is a better ride. I think JRM right now is the best team hands down. And the only reason that they're getting competition from JGR is because uh, Ty Gibbs is so damn good. Uh, so you, you put him in, in a car that he should win in a car that has one, but the driver who has one, he, he wins like one or two races a year. It seems like, I don't see why he couldn't be an outside title threat when he's in one of like the six good cars in Xfinity that are expected to compete for a championship every year. Yeah. And he's, I think six, no seventh in points right now in a Gibbs car. So like you said, Jared, kind of on that edge, that top six or seven great cars that you expect to contend for the title. Um, Danny, I want to ask you, do you think this is a good move for JRM? Yeah, I think it's a good move at this point in his career. Brandon Jones is becoming a, Good Xfinity Series veteran, even though he's still really young. He's how old is Brandon 25. Jones? 25. Yeah, he, he's he's younger than I am, but I would call him an Xfinity Series veteran at this point. He's been in the series for a long time. Uh, I'd about say I don't, I don't personally see him going to the Cup Series. I think he's a lifer in the Xfinity Series, but that might be good because all guys getting to the point. I don't see him being around for many more years. Maybe this is their next lifer to be of JRM for a little while. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. And, and definitely side note, uh, Ryan Williams, the creative designer for JRM, he's really talented at designing their cars. I'm looking forward to see what he can do with the Menards and ring colors. Yeah. But think, again, just, Oh, go ahead. So, oh, sorry. I was going to transition a little bit. The Menards, uh, and Reem connection absolutely is, is key. Mm-hmm. I think in this whole deal, getting him over to JRM, that's big. Um, it's also big cause that's what Joe Gibbs racing is losing. Uh, I, yeah. I was just about to point that out. So yeah, unfortunately, what, Toyota, they lose that sponsorship. So what happens to J- JGR's Xfinity program next year? Because I, I talked about this on my show today. Just a year ago, they were a four-car team. Harrison mm-hmm. Burton leaves with that Dex imaging money, and they drop that car from competition. I, I hate to see the if, 19 car leave after losing this Menards money, but do you guys think Gibbs will still be a three-car team if, next year? If they go with Sammy Smith... He Uh, essentially brings everything that Michael Annette had. Seems like Mm -hmm. it. I don't know his connection to Flying J Pilot colors, but he seems to. They sponsor him. He's he's got Pilot Flying J, and there's that other car he's drove that was also a a sponsor that Michael Annette had. It was also part of that company. I think it's a black car with a gold logo, gold and red. I cannot remember the company name, though. I think I know what you're talking about, but yeah, I'm not sure either. I'm in the same boat as, as, as Danny here with the Sammy Smith being, he'll probably be in the 18. Um, I think that's that's their guy that they're really pushing next. Uh, after that, the 54 could be an all-star car. Mm-hmm. 
it was an all-star car before Ty Gibbs took it over. Yeah. Uh, and then you got the 19, which I think very well could be filled by somebody like John Hunter Nemechek, uh, where they pick up a free to, agent. To, to, to be fair, maybe the 54 goes away because that was originally a Kyle Busch number. Oh, yeah. Maybe they bring the 20 that. back, put the 11. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But, but I think that team will stay in place is mm-hmm. more what I'm yeah. saying. Like, yeah. I, I think that it will be a th- they will be a three car team. I just think they'll have two full time drivers. Personally. And also we we have okay. some guys uh, we have some people in the chat mentioning uh, hey don't forget about Corey Heim he's shown hey he's already won in the truck series so hey, who's who knows maybe they might just to, you know to, throw him in to, Xfinity. To be fair, Corey Heim has impressed me when I've seen him in trucks. I honestly I wouldn't I wouldn't consider not putting him in there. Has he even yeah. he's not even full time in trucks though this year. He's no. doing kind no. of part time schedules. I'd be a little afraid of that jump, but I mean I guess there's no better way to to learn than by, hey, by this, this is uh something to consider and I guess it depends on what they want to do with their money. But the, I know the safe light deal. They were originally mm. when they come into NASCAR, they were with Four Sport. They left Four Sport to go to KBM when Four Sport originally left to go to Ford because they had it in their contract they want to be with a toyota team because i think uh, safe flight has a deal with toyotas to uh, have toyota vehicles i think for a lot of their work uh, outside of their uh, van fleet or whatever so they have this connection of toyota safe flight appears to so that makes me wonder do they want to maybe jump up to the xfinity series and go with someone over there does chandler smith mm-hmm. potentially get up there with safe flight funding yeah, I would love to see him in Xfinity. I would love to see him full time. I think he's I the real do. deal. And I like Chandler Smith quite a bit. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting if he's in a Toyota or a Chevy or a something else uh, next year, or if he's even in Xfinity next year. This could be pretty curious. Yeah. Um, I think we can move on away from the silly season conversation. Are we still is that all the silly season news? Are you saying? Is that? <sighs> I, I mean, in a nutshell. Um, <laughs> but we still have a couple big things to address, and we're closing in on the two hour mark. Um, the schedule was finally announced, revealed today. Um, for not only the Cup Series, but the Xfinity and Truck Series as well. So I'm going to touch on some of the highlights, and then I want to ask you guys some questions. I'm going to throw up on the screen for our viewers at home the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series schedule opening with the Clash at the Coliseum at February 5th. A lot of the key dates we already knew. Um, The playoffs, actually, as you can see, I highlighted in yellow, beginning with Darlington, ending at Phoenix, unchanged from this year. The exact same 10 races on roughly the exact same weekends. Um, but the big changes, of course, we already knew about the Chicago street race in July, North Wilkesboro being the all-star race. Um, we did find out today that the auto club race in February will be the final race on the two mile layout. It sounds like that is confirmed. Um, and Texas, my home track of Texas has lost a date for the first time since 2004. We're only yes! Our bullying North, worked. North Wilkesboro back from the hey, dead, y'all. I'm, I'm just going to say this doesn't happen if the uh, leadership there didn't change a few years ago. That, that might yeah. be true. Eddie Gossage would freaking nail himself to the mm-hmm. start-finish line <laughs> until he lets let them remove a date. Um, a couple other tidbits. Uh, the Martinsville Spring Race apparently will become a Sunday afternoon race this year after it being a night race this season. Um, and then the Richmond and Indianapolis road course summer dates have swapped uh, as well. So uh, Indianapolis is now in August towards the end of the regular season. Uh, and then the Atlanta summer race, uh, they announced would be a night race, which I think is going to be pretty cool to see pack racing at a mile and a half under the lights. I'm excited about that. But that's the cup mm-hmm. schedule. Um, I mean, not a whole lot of new stuff there. Anything really to react to? Or do you guys want to move hey, on to Xfinity? I mean, very just, diverse, very diverse. Yeah. I like it. I'll just say this. Uh, 
I like the move of putting Martinsville in the day. I personally, as much as I like going to Martinsville and his night races can be fun to go to, I think they, and I know this is an unpopular opinion. I don't care. I'm going to say, I think night races are overrated. Well, and also according to the rate, uh, yeah, according to the ratings too, it's better to not run them. (laughs) It's it's good for tracks to have lights for the availability to run at night if need be. Because it does rain. It, it rained. Uh, did it rain this year? For the, the Yeah, we had about an hour, hour and a half delay. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so there's always that possibility. Odd, oddly enough, we'll get into this part later, but the weather this weekend for the Bristol night race, which traditionally is plagued by rain, looks amazing this weekend. That's big. Yeah. You had me worried for a second there. Um, let's move on to the Xfinity schedule. The Xfinity and truck schedules that were revealed today is really where some of the excitement uh, rests. So I'm going to flash this up on screen. Uh, the Xfinity race, uh, it was confirmed today. They will accompany the cup cars at the Chicago street course, uh, over July 4th weekend. So I don't know if that's going to be the next gen built for road courses, tight corners, not the Xfinity cars, not so much. We'll see how that works out. Um, also road America, they will race at road America. So road America is not completely off the NASCAR schedule. They have eight road courses set for next year, which is, uh, I believe an increase of one or two over this year. Um, they have Kansas now as the regular season finale, Bristol, instead of being the regular season finale this year, will be the first race of the playoffs next year. And they will also race at Sonoma for the first time ever. That is in, where is that? June 10th, I see it on the schedule now. June 10th, uh, the Xfinity cars will race at Sonoma. So some pretty exciting stuff here as well. I noticed Portland is back. I think there were some questions about that um, because it's so far out in the Pacific Northwest. It was a little sloppy at times this year for sure, <laughs> but Portland is back. So fans out there will be excited. Um any thoughts? Yeah, I, I, I remember in one of our chats, a certain NASCAR driver, not to be named, uh, told us there was going to be a lot of squiggles in the Xfinity series this year. And he was not wrong. Uh, eight road courses. <laughs> do you guys think that's too much or do you like that the road course yes. has a little hey. different identity? Look, I mean, you know, we've been racing on ovals for so many years. I'll play devil's advocate here and say, look, I like <laughs> the diversity in the cup series. And I also like it in Xfinity as well, because don't they have the, uh, the same amount of, uh, of, uh, road courses, correct? Eight on the schedule for eight. cup and Xfinity. Uh, yeah, does so, cup have yeah. eight? I don't, let me see. Cup, uh, do they? I, I don't know. Cup probably only has six. six. Oh, okay. Might just be six, but still either way, I, yeah. I like the uh, diversity in uh, both schedules. Pretty good. And also just no. got a big super chat from, uh, totus i just wanted to say thank you for that uh we'll get to the rest of super that's, chat that's, that's a that's a very cute little gif of a what is that a bird on a firework it, what is this like, i think it's yeah. a pear uh i don't know anyway that, off topic sorry jared where were you going Go uh i i'll say I, th- I think it's entirely too many nascar fans have showed they have road course fatigue so what does nascar do they they basically make a quarter of the schedule of road courses for xfinity like, I, I don't think that's the right move. I think if you're going to have some give and take on it, maybe, maybe move Xfinity to IRP. Uh, so you, you can take one of those road courses off and replace it with another. I like that they're keeping road America. Um, I will say, I think that having Portland and Sonoma back to back, having two straight West coast races, granted at different ends of the country, maybe that can save the team's money. I know that they were in a hole last year because of, the trip out to Portland. Uh, so maybe that, that might be a help for them. That's a good point. And then, and then having that mini summer West coast swing right before a bye week probably helps too. Um, overall, there was one thing that, and I know that it's the way that it lined up, but there's one thing that I don't like about the schedule. And I know it really wasn't NASCAR's fault. It's just the way the calendar lined up. I don't like Bristol being the first race of the playoffs. I like it being a cutoff before the playoffs. Ooh. I think it's better as a cutoff race. 
Uh, if you're like, if Bristol's going to be in the playoffs and cup has to be a cutoff race. If it's going to be, you know, outside the playoffs should be the cutoff race right before them. Bristol is a track, you know, that's proven me wrong from 2020. That was a relatively boring race and cup. It, it is a track that when you add those stakes to it, makes it that much more epic to watch on TV as mm-hmm. a fan mm-hmm. watching everything go on. I, uh, I know they couldn't help it, but man, I wish it was the cutoff like it is this year. Yeah, this will this will actually be my first night race since the 2019 night race that I've been able to go to. So I'm looking forward to seeing all the drama up close in person this weekend. The yeah. first time we all met. That was memorable. Oh, beautiful. Was, bring a tear to my eye. When I have to talk about the truck schedule, uh, the trucks oh, went yes. nuts. The Craftsman Truck hey, Series yeah. now. Can I just say we were talking about the Texas stuff. Technically, they do have two NASCAR weekends. Yes. They do. They, yeah, they, yes. I'm glad Coda yeah. is back. I'm I'm very happy that Coda is here. No, 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 no. I, I'm talking about Texas Motor Speedway. Oh, technically, they technically they have, they this... have a spring NASCAR weekend. So if that was in right. writing, technically NASCAR gave that to and them. Um, yeah. That April date is that the one that we saw just before the show that is going to be shared with IndyCar potentially? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yep. Yeah, IndyCar. Uh, we saw this just before we went live. According to Racer.com, signed a multi-year deal um, with Texas Motor Speedway. So when we talk about Texas reconfiguring, that might eliminate the super speedway conversation because i don't think indycar is racing at a high bank texas motor speedway no i'm pretty sure that's illegal um just put it back how it was yeah maybe maybe that's all they end up doing we'll see that's all you need to do uh sorry back to the truck series schedule i threw it up on screen for a moment i love i love the playoff schedule i love it (laughs) yeah yeah so uh a couple points before we get to that they're racing at north wilkesboro the saturday night before the all-star race this Mm. is the first nascar points race at the track since they left there in 1996 uh, but then, yeah, when you look at the playoffs, they've got IRP to open the playoffs. And then the Milwaukee Mile. So yes, NASCAR yes, fans yes. of Wisconsin, they didn't forget about you. Yeah, the cup race at, Ro- at Road America is gone, and that's a little disappointing. I agree. But they've got Road America for the Xfinity cars and um, the Milwaukee Mile for the trucks. That's pretty awesome. Um, J- J- Jared, seeing how close your family was to M- Milwaukee Mile, are you going to go? I don't know because it's a day after Daytona, so I don't know what I'm going to choose on that one. Um, Difficult. Uh, Notice there's only one dirt race, Bristol Dirt, April 8th. They do not have a Knoxville date. I I think that that is a move to everyone (laughs) as fine as. That's for the best, yeah. (laughs) That's for the best. Um, But there you have it. No, the trucks and Xfinity, a lot of excitement uh, Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, Yeah. And look, the playoff schedule – the playoff schedule is awesome. Just don't have the first round take two friggin' months to finish, please. Yeah. Uh, there are it, a lot of will. off weeks, a lot of gaps. You notice the playoffs uh, started early August. Uh, and oh. meanwhile, the cup playoffs, if I'm not mistaken, don't begin until late September, uh, early September. Okay, so it's they start about a month okay. before That's the better. cup series does. That's better. Okay. It's not terrible, but they do still have a lot of yeah. off weeks. Um, Gateway, yeah. I forgot to mention Gateway is back for all three. I think for all three. Is Xfinity racing Gateway? I believe so. No, they're not. Not according oh, to the not. graphic no, no. I made. So oh. Oh, the wow. trucks and okay. cup are racing gateway. So at least that track is back. That's good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to do it. Any final thoughts on the uh, 2023 schedules? Hey, look, I love the uh, diversity in the cup Xfinity series. The truck series playoffs are going to be very interesting, especially the first round. That's going to be freaking awesome. Um, but yeah, no, overall, I am. Um, I'm, I'm pleased with it. There's a few tracks that I wish they would have either kept or added on, but hey, you know, they'll, they'll uh, eventually do it. You know, Chicagoland will eventually be back on the NASCAR schedule. Just be patient. <laughs> and uh, on that note, we did, uh, they, they did uh, 
an interview with Ben Kennedy we saw also right before he went live where he said that it's not if, it's when they return to the Indianapolis mm-hmm. Oval. So the Brickyard 400 will one day, it sounds like, make its triumphant return. Yes. Just yes. not next as year. As well as Mexico and Canada, one or the other that I think they're saying mm-hmm. for yeah. 24. Hey, a return I, to I Canadian so. Tire maybe? Or, mo- uh, well, or Lord Mexico? Foxy uh, just uh, sent a $2 Canadian Super Chat and said uh, no Canadian Tire or anything for Canada cries in canadian so hopefully Aww. brighter days are ahead for you lord yeah. underscore foxy 13 hopefully. oh canada <laughs> um i want to turn things over to Jarrett. uh he brought this topic up before we went uh live um but there has been some new news regarding nascar's uh negotiations with um fairly uh, various networks regarding the 2025 and beyond tv deal Jarrett, do you want to kind of touch on some of this a little bit before we get into picks yeah, I can roll through it really quick. Um, so going into this, one of the things that popped up this week, Adam Stern reported on it, was that NASCAR and the RTA have actually retained some media consultants for the upcoming TV contract negotiations. Uh, each entity has a different person that they're con- or, and group that they're consulting. Um, but the big change here is that this is the first time since NASCAR has had more of a, a unified, connected contract since the 2001 2007 uh and the current deal that the teams have actually entered in as almost like a third party uh now currently the teams get 25 percent of the of the money from the tv contracts while tracks get 65 percent nascar as an entity itself gets 10 percent of course nascar owning isc gets a lot of that money too where i'm kind of wondering here is could this make it really ugly because when you have not just two parties working together, but then a third party coming in that actually has some pull now, I'm, I'm starting to wonder, like, could there be a bit, you know, because they are starting this stuff up really, honestly, really late compared to other contract negotiations that they have. Like, what is the, what will the fallout end up being of this? Um, because if the teams get more money, but the fans have to pay for more races, that's just going to hurt NASCAR. Um, now one thing that I will say, well, two things I should say, uh, that we know so far, Steve Phelps and NASCAR said their goal is to make this another eight to 10 year deal. They're not going to do the IndyCar route of going like three years and having the ability to change it up. Uh Um, and then they do want live streaming to be more of a role in the new deal where I would be for that is if it's an easy free option or a an add-on option to television because streaming in and of itself cannot support the sport right now. Um, I, I get everybody wants a streaming service for everything. Uh, and I get that as a companion thing, but I, I, I think that the current model of streaming services, in my opinion, is dumb when you have hundreds of different streaming services that everyone has to pay five bucks on stuff adds up over time. And I don't think NASCAR has the pull right now to make that work as just having that as their main option like many want it to be i mean just look at the uh estimated viewers indycar gets on peacock when it's mm-hmm. peacock exclusive yeah. It's, yeah it's abysmal so yeah the the whole the whole eight to ten year thing i'm like ugh, i don't know i, I mean like wait how long was the last tv deal we're uh, currently ten. under yeah. we're in a 10-year deal see we, look, we're I mean, currently under a deal that was constructed 
back when all of us were like in high school. Yeah. And, and the whole media landscape was a lot different back then. I mean, like if you're going to do this deal, at least have some wiggle room with it, where if, you know, certain changes are necessary, then, you know, you definitely need to uh, implement them. But I don't know. I would rather go with like, you know, shorter term deals, but I mean, like they're trying to get as much money as possible, but I think it's awesome though, that these teams have hired um, a, um, um, somebody to help, um, to uh, help them out with the, uh, with the TV negotiations. I mean, right now, 25% uh, of the uh, TV money is uh, what these teams get. I think, you know, like, obviously, you know, if they do get a little bit more, perhaps ticket prices will be up a little bit as well, but you know, also when you think about it too, if they're able to get more money, some of these teams won't necessarily have to hire pay drivers neither. They can go after just pure talent too. So that's another thing I'm thinking about. But yeah. definitely need to find a balance though. Definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I don't mind the long-term deal. I think that's better for stability if you know what's going to, like you you have that knowledge, you know what you're going to be making five, seven, eight years from now. I think that's good. Having the teams involved more in the discussions, uh, like they're not going to lobby against their best interests. Like I think they understand that if they, you know, if the races end up behind a paywall too frequently behind an ex- external and extra streaming service, um, less viewership means that sponsors like FedEx will not get their money's worth. And so it'll be harder to find sponsorship when, you know, only 500,000 people are going to watch this race. So I think teams, I think teams being there is healthy for the conversation, but we'll have to wait and see. I guess we don't know. It, it is while maybe this is somewhat late in the process to be entering a, having a third group enter into the conversation, it's still, you know, almost a year and a half away from, or no, it's two and a half years away really from this year, a deal actually going into place. I kind of bring it up like this, the current deal we have now, they started negotiations in 2010. Uh, and, and that deal started or not, not, not now, um, not 2010, 2012, I should say is when like that was signed. Yeah, it was signed and ready to go at the end of 2012, ready to go 2015 to, to kind of put it in comparison. I think I, I think it's OK to, to wait a little bit longer. I, I don't think that's a big issue. Even Steve Phelps has said that negotiations, he didn't expect to heat up until next year anyways. So I think if by the end of next year, there's no real progress being made, no indication of any front runners or or perhaps nothing signed. That's when you're like, OK, this seems a little strange, but. Uh, I, I don't know. NASCAR will be on TV yeah. in 2025. I'm convinced. Yeah, <laughs> but it's I just it's just I, hopefully I just, it works out for the teams. You want them to get a higher percentage. Right now they yeah. get only 25 or so percent of of the TV contract. Most of it's going to the tracks. Um, and yeah, you hope that it gets weighed a little bit differently in the new deal. Yeah, I just I wanted not not as much to say there was something to worry about. Just so people know, like yeah. each of the last two contract or last three contracts, the major ones have been signed like to you know two years before they start. So mm-hmm. it gives about a year before we should actually start really worrying. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Uh, on yeah. that note, we've just passed the two hour mark. Um, We're in overtime. Uh, we've overtime. got to talk about Bristol. Uh, we've got to make our picks for what is the regular, uh, the cup series cutoff race for the first rounds, the regular season finale for the Xfinity series. And then what is it? The first race of the next round for the trucks. I don't know. As Isaac sent a super chat a moment ago, I thought we were racing at Bristol two weeks ago. Uh, reference <laughs> to Chase Elliott. Um, but we're back at Bristol, my favorite track for some very exciting and very important races. So uh, let's go through some of the details before we all make our picks. Um, the truck race is the UNOH 200 presented by Ohio Logis- Logistics. It's 200 laps. It'll be 9 p.m. Eastern time uh, on FS1. Uh, what day is it on? Is it on Thursday? It's on Thursday, Tom- right? Tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. it's tomorrow. Uh Weather right now, 81 degrees, no chance of rain. Chandler Smith won the most recent race at Bristol. The Xfinity race on 
Friday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, USA, PRN. It's the Food City 300, 300 laps, 83 degrees. Again, almost no chance of rain, 4%. AJ Allmendinger won this race last year. Remember that dramatic finish sliding, crashing across. One of the greatest Bristol finishes Mm -hmm. ever. I love it. Outstanding stuff. And then the cup race on Sunday, on Saturday, the Bass Pro Shops night race, 500 laps, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, again on USA and PRN. As Danny said earlier, great weather, high of 82, 10% chance of rain. Kyle Larson won this race last year. Remember that dramatic battle between Chase Elliott and Kevin Harvick, and then Chase Elliott screwing around a little bit afterwards. Uh, Kyle Larson was the beneficiary. Mm -hmm. Darian, uh, who are the favorites according to Las Vegas this weekend? Uh, Yes, the betting odds on the NASCAR weekly podcast. Denny Hamlin enters as this weekend's favorite at plus 650 to win Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott are both plus 750 Kyle Busch plus 800 as well as Christopher Bell and then as for the best of the rest Kevin Harvick plus 900 Tyler Reddick plus 1200 Ross Chastain William Byron and Ryan Blaney are also plus 1500 as for the underdogs Bubba Wallace enters this weekend at plus 2500 Daniel Suarez plus 4000 Ty Gibbs plus 5000 Michael McDowell all hell McDowell supremacy uh, plus 10,000. And finally, just I put this in there for fun. Cody Ware enters this weekend at plus 100,000. So, yeah. <laughs> <What> <laughs> hey, miracles like that. Hey, mir- I, miracles happen sometimes. So if you want to do something, go for it. But as for the uh, as for the NWP Fantasy League, uh, Trevor Sports 98 is building quite a quite a gap in the overall standings. Nice. Um he is um, um, in the points lead over 48 Nation, followed by Toyota Tough, Jets 48, and RPG Racing 2. Um, as for the playoff standings, uh, Larson Fan 5 is leading at 497 points. Uh, Dandy B. Wife, a.k.a. Claudia's P2, um, just 10 oh, points behind on. at 487. Uh, Keegan Schneider, YouTube, is in third. Uh, Railhawk 56 in fourth. And also, also tied for fourth is the overall points leader, Trevor Sports and 98. So, and also Danny B, uh, you're in P10 there too in the playoff standing. So yep. not a bad start and I am nowhere to be found, but Hey, it's all good. Glad <laughs> everyone else is having fun. Uh, thank you guys so much for playing this season. All right. Now, uh, we do our NASCAR weekly podcast fantasy league. We also keep track of points here on the show. I know the chat's been looking forward to this bit, uh, with just eight weekends to go. I still lead. I have 484 total points. The chat though, gained a couple minus yeah. 12. Danny comfortably in third now at minus 71. Darian in fourth, minus 79. And Jarrett not too far behind, minus 83. Hey, I wouldn't uh, say I, I wouldn't I, say Danny's comfortable yet. Not uh, he used to I, be. I, I think this one hurt me from making that comeback that Jarrett was talking about. But I, I can still try to hang on to this spot. Hey, but you know what, compared compared to last season, though, this has been a very competitive year for the pick points because wasn't it, wasn't it like separated by like a hundred something? I think I was down, I was down by nearly 200 points last year. Oh yeah, this is way more, way more competitive. I I had like a 43 point lead on Eric going into the last week of the year. Oh my goodness. That was pretty dominant. It's the parody this year. It's exists on our show as well. Cool. Yeah, everybody stuff. stepped up their game, it seems like. So we'll go in order of points, although chat, you guys get the advantage. I call it an advantage, wink, of going last. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to play mind games with them. Uh, get them to pick Eric Almarola <laughs> again. Um, <laughs> I guess that means I lead things off. We'll start with the Truck Series winner. Uh, I'm going with the guy who won last time. Uh, I think Chandler Smith, great short track racer. He's broken through and won multiple races this year. I, I think this one's got his name written all over it. I'll go Chandler. 
Yeah, I too, I too want to go Chandler Smith on this one. Part of me wanted to go Carson Hosebar because it's like that'd be kind of what something he would do, be out of playoffs and then win. But you know, I I think Chandler Smith and just the eighteen truck in general is is hard to beat at Bristol. It'll be Carson Hosebar's time another time, not this weekend. Um, but I will pick a a um another Toyota truck driver, John Hunter Nemechek will make it two in a row at Bristol. Uh, this guy's going to be really overlooked, uh, but I think that he is, is a product of how good his team has been at Bristol top Ooh. two in the last three. This team has led the most laps in every one of those Bristol races as well. And, uh, this driver is really good at Bristol consistent. I'm going grant and finger with GMS. Mm-hmm. Yes. I like that. Pick. Mm. As for the chat, I'm seeing, well, some... I think they're going John uh, Hunter. Hey, I see a few Matty D's though. I do like There's that. Matty D's yeah. great here in the Cup Series. Yeah, finished runner up here. I, I I like I like the idea. I don't like it in that equipment just yet. Yeah, I think um, I but, think it's John Hunter. There's some 51s. Yeah, they're going. Uh, and there's yeah, yep, yeah, John Hunter. Yeah, might as well give him John Hunter. All right, we're it. in the same boat again. So let's move right. on to the Xfinity race Friday night. Remember, guys, trucks are tomorrow night. 24 hours, less than mm-hmm. that, I think, even truck series but then friday night is the xfinity series and this guy's guy just feels like he's been on a roll the last couple months Uh, i I don't know maybe it's boring but i think noah gregson i like the idea but i can't go with him do it three weeks in a row instead i'm gonna go with one of his teammates josh berry he's been kind of on a dry spell but this suits well into his into his short track background. Would this be a home and race for him? Fairly local. Nashville Super Speedway is more or less oh, yeah. the, the, the home track. But but it is in his home state of Tennessee. So we'll go with Josh Berry. Hey, you guys all went with uh, this guy last week. I'm going to go with him this week. I think Ty Gibbs will uh, redeem himself after the Kansas loss. Yeah, I like the JRM train, so I'm going to stick on that one. This guy's been really good no matter what he races at Bristol. I, I think he's a better driver now than he was last year, and he ran pretty damn good. I'm going to go with Sam Mayer. Oh, so, yeah. I, I, was I was someone would pick him. I was, I was thinking about him. Yeah. I was, I'm going I was, out of limbs. I was torn, and when 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 I said I wasn't going to go with uh, Gregson, I could see it in Jared's eye. I was like, I knew, I know he's going with Mike Mayer. <laughs> I, I knew somebody would pick him. He's won here before. So. He's Chat. a good driver here. Yeah. Chad is kind of all over the place. Do you guys see an obvious front runner? Uh, I see a few. Well, I see a couple 99s. I'm saying a lot of one. I see, see the same guy four. I see the same guy putting a lot of 98s, but 98 isn't a bad choice, honestly. He finished that one. Didn't I feel like I see a lot of. Year? I feel like I see a lot of. I, I thought I saw a lot seven. of Josh Berry's. I see a lot of Allgaiers, a lot of yeah. Gibbs. Maybe it's Gibbs. They might be going Ty Gibbs. Well, go 54 v7 because I'll be honest, Allgaiers are a really good pick too. So all got so put out a poll, I guess. Allgaier versus Ty Gibbs. Yeah, we'll, we'll do Gibbs seven. versus Allgaier. We'll see where they go. Yeah, there are a lot I kind of saw, at first, but I think those kind of teetered off. Yeah, I saw those going away real quick. Yeah. All right, we'll leave that up for a moment. Uh, in the meantime, we'll get into the first couple rounds of our cup picks. As we always do, we start with our who's going to suck this week pick. Um, I like to pick a playoff guy, someone who's relevant, who I think may struggle a little bit. Um, I'm leaning. I didn't really give this one much thought. I feel like I'll just go Austin Dillon. Is he good at Bristol? 
I think he's decent. Off the top of my head, I don't think of him being a great Bristol guy. Let me look up his stats so I don't sound like I'm just talking. You can you can go next, Danny. So I've seen this guy run great at Bristol, and he does come in with a much more comfortable uh, playoff uh, playoff cushion at this point. But I've also seen him leave on a record a ton too at Bristol. So for that reason, I'm going to say Ryan Blaney needs to suck mm. this weekend. Yeah. Uh, Austin uh, Dillon does have a fourth and a sixth at Bristol. Oh, yeah. Pretty has, decent. But, mo- but I think those are his only top ten. He has one other when, top when, ten. When were those? When was the most? Yeah. Uh, even 2020, he finished sixth. Oh, well, that was that round where he was kind of like on a, on a roll. So. No, that, that, well, that yeah. was in May. So, no, yeah, yeah. Oh. the year oh, he was oh, on May, a roll May. was 20, right? He finished 12th race that one he got he was running well but everybody got caught a lap down because there was a caution during pit stops. that's right oh, good call all right i don't like my pick as much but I, i'm gonna stick with it because <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> all right so we got austin Dillon and ryan bunny so far no takes all right so since we're since we're sticking to playoff drivers i'm gonna go with a storehouse racing driver not kevin harvick but chase briscoe i know he's only minus nine outside the cut line but as we've seen at darlington you know you know you you never know what type of run you are going to get from that team and I don't see it this weekend. Last time he was at Bristol, it didn't end well. Granted, there was dirt everywhere, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, a little bit different this time. I'm not sticking with the program of going to playoff drivers. I'm going to go with the guy who has run well here before, but recently has not. I think he's going to get his tenth DNF of the season. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Mm. Oh, ten- oh, 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 yeah, that bad seasons video definitely yeah, well, happened the, for sure. <laughs> the thing is, is, like he runs well and then crashes yeah. out. Like I'm and, not trying to rip on. I him, didn't. But it's a, it's a crazy so, stat. So, I had to, I had to force it in here a little uh, bit. He he really has nine DNFs though. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So it's it's like Jay McMurray 04 when he wasn't doing good, he was crashing. Yeah, because mm. I mean Stenhouse looking at it has five top tens on the year. He's you know honestly he's for the most part when he's not out of the race, he's out running guys like yeah. Last Cole week, Custer. last week he was running great, and then all yeah, downhill. that's he's he's had like four or five races like that. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't think he's a playoff guy, but at the same time, it, he's he's not as bad as mm-hmm. his numbers show. But as for the chat, I, I think well, they're, they're going definitely Almarola. going with the they're definitely going with the Ford driver. I'm just giving like. him Almarola at this. Yeah, point. just give him Almarola. <laughs> they're 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 smart. Uh, dark horse picks. Let's dive right in. It worked out well last week. I think Bubba Wallace, we remember what he did here in the 43 mm-hmm. car, uh, back in the day, led some laps. Uh, 2018, just straight yeah. up past Kyle Busch. Yep. Yeah, I, that's right. I can't help but think about that. I, I'll keep Bubba Wallace, and I guess at this point, he's still a dark horse. I guess he's not mm-hmm. in the playoffs, his car may be, but I'll go Bubba. Uh, on that same note. I, he almost won this in the 77 as run good and Joe Good's equipment. Why not the 43 of Eric Jones to do well? Like hey, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with one of these suck picks from you guys. Hey, look, Ricky Stenhouse jr. Look, I, yes, he's might be on the verge of his 10th DNF, but he also runs very well at times too. I would like to think that he will finally complete this run and based on his history, he's had some pretty solid run, um, some uh, solid finishes at, uh, at Bristol. So Ricky Stenhouse jr. Is my dark horse. I'm going to go with Eric Jones as well. I think that that team this year has been good enough to compete for wins ever, everywhere they go. And this is one of Jones' best tracks. He very easily could be the guy who steals the thunder away again mm-hmm. from the playoff field. Yeah. 
I think the chat's either Bubba or Jones. I'm confident they're not going to pick either to win. I'd give them Jones. I think I'm seeing more of those sneak in here as we've gone. Yeah. Yeah. There's been some Suarez's as well. I do want to give Suarez a shot. They're they're not going him his way. Now, I I do want to say, even though he's going to not run as hard as he would his Xfinity car, I wouldn't put it past Ty Gibbs to have a good run this weekend. Oh, yeah. And then speaking of Ty Gibbs, too, I think they've uh, decided in the uh, the poll as well. I was going to say, as we yeah. break, before we get into our Cup Series pick, uh, the chat has picked Ty Gibbs as their Xfinity mm-hmm. winner. At 54% versus 45. Hey. That's wow. good luck. How about that? How about <laughs> that working out that way? Yeah, that's cool. Where are the odds? All right, folks. We are at that moment in the show where we decide who's going to win. Who's going to win? At Bristol, Eric. Oh, boy. It's been a long summer for this guy. Hasn't run very well. Been very up and down, very inconsistent. Had a career-worst eight-week stretch statistically. But finally, at long last, a weight is off his shoulders. Kyle Busch has a deal for next season. The world knows he doesn't have to answer the same questions every single week and psych himself out. He's in a difficult point situation below the cut line, but he's rolling into his best statistical racetrack. Kyle Busch wins his second race of the season. He sweeps Bristol. Dirt, concrete, don't don't matter. Kyle Busch. I've been thinking this one for quite a few weeks now, and this guy is long overdue for a points victory here. Champ of the concrete this year, Chase Elliott. Mm, good one. He's won the all-star race, and he has come so close to winning that night race before this is the one he finally gets it. This has been a spectacular season of parody. We have 18 different winners. Uh, the last two, well, the first two in the playoffs, non-playoff winners. I think we'll break that streak, but I think we'll have a different winner. This guy, he's ran up front at Bristol in the past. And he could have won the race back in 2018, if not for some lap, for some, uh, some lap cars, um, taking him out. Um, last year in this race, he finished fourth, led some laps. He just couldn't find that, that, um, that, um, that extra speed in the final stage there. I think he will this time. And with him winning, we'll finally tie the all-time record of 19 different winners. Ryan Blaney finally gets his first win of the season. I'm going to stick with uh, Danny's pick as well, Concrete Chase. I mean, he's been so consistently good at Bristol. I got, you know, I was there when he when he won the All-Star race with you guys. I, I think that, you know, I, Elliot is going to, I think, going to get the win this weekend. He's going to right the ship into well, the next round. Why does that sound like a great character for Bob the Builder, Concrete Chase? I'm saying we got to come up with a better name that, like, the literate, like, Concrete Clyde. Who who coined that one? I think Boyer or somebody said that. Yeah, yeah. That works well, too. It's pretty clear the chat is also going with me and Jared on this one. Oh, They're going I, with yeah. Elliot. Is it clear? I, I thought I saw that. Maybe they just went a no, lot of Elliot's. I, I've, I've seen it's, a ton of Elliot. Okay. It's I saw a lot of Harvick's and, and Bush's earlier, but yeah, right. It definitely seems a little more nine. Yeah. Well, they're not going to do Bush if you pick Bush. Well, that's <laughs> fair. That's probably true. Um, all right. Uh, Chase Elliott for the uh, chat. So we got three Elliot's being picked. Um, I'm going with kyle bush and i like darian's pick of ryan blaney something a little in- interesting uh tie that record with 19 different winners that's good stuff um Please. i think that's gonna do it for our weekend preview it's time for our final super chat stage break break this is a, a nascar weekly podcast after dark a little bit i know we're closing in on two and a <laughs> half hours um 
Next week's show will be on the Icebergs channel. We'll talk all about Bristol. Um, we'll preview the upcoming weekend at Texas. It'll be the same time, 8 p.m. Eastern time, but on the Icebergs channel. Um, we appreciate all of your support at home. So let's get to the remaining Super Chats. We've got a ton. Uh, I'm going to do my best to get through them all. Uh, where did we leave off? Right here. The Dom Goblin sent to earlier and said, the era of the Bushinator is upon us. Talked about Kyle Bush to a RCR. I like that. Uh, Andrew Mayer, thanks for the five. With the addition of North Wilkesboro, there are eight short tracks, seven paved, and one dirt. Nine or ten is my perfect number, but baby steps first. Uh, If we can get those short track package with this next-gen card down perfect, then yes, nine, ten, eleven short tracks, that's beautiful. I think, yeah, eight, one being a dirt track. Right way going forward. I think so, for sure. I don't know if that includes, does that number include the clash at the Coliseum? I'm not sure if that, I doubt it does, or it probably does, but either way, that's pretty cool. Uh, Rowdy18 Diecast, I reacted to this one earlier. Kyle Bush fan, um, this year has been pain. Aww. Aww. Uh, Napa Racing Fan 927 sent 10. Was the Bristol Dirt Race a sign that Bush would sign with RCR in the 8? Briscoe took out Reddick for KFB to win. Then KFB said, I don't feel like, or I feel like I'm Dale Sr. getting booed, and I didn't even do anything. <laughs> It's uh, funny how that aged, yeah. though, now that he's with the team. That aged well. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned Shorty uh, PJM earlier, Big Bubba Wallace fan. Uh, by the way, I'm a girl. Year of, hashtag year of huh. the Jolo. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to say. Also a Logano fan? I think it was uh, maybe one of me or one of us. Excellent. It's hard to tell in the profile picture, so I apologize for that one. Oh, no. Yeah, no worries. I mean, it, I, I just think it's remarkable that she's a Bubba and a Logano fan. I don't know where, yeah. where else, other allegiances um she has um garibuki don't know if i'm saying that right sent 10 and then sent another 10 and said if it was logano instead of chastain at kansas no one would have batted an eye just like how ross bumping denny was a bigger sin than logano shoving byron into the wall at the first chance he got hey i I agree some people may be going the other way but i agree with you that uh well at least on the ross bumping denny versus logano bumping byron i think they're equal i thought logano was too far bumping byron but i'm with you chastain chastain has a reputation um, and the Kansas deal, yeah. him sliding up in front of Harvick. I, I, I think people are going to look at it a little different because it's Ross Chastain. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a lot he breathes. He breathes. It's his fault. Well, as it's Darian awesome. has said, but, you know, he's kind of earned that reputation at this point. Yeah, and there's not. That's who he is, man. It's exactly. It's not going to be easy to to you know, kind of get rid of that you know, mm-hmm. before too long. Um, TJ Moore Mooresheadd, thanks for the five. Uh, the very small amount of Saturday night races on the schedule compared to years past. I'm beginning to miss them. Well, he just oh, with that- your hot take, Jarrett. It's there for a reason. It's it's there for a reason, man. Ratings haven't That's been why. good. That's a big yeah. one. I, the the aesthetic of a Saturday night race, I actually don't mind. I kind of like. Oh, it looks it, it's nice, but the TV ratings will suggest. Yeah. Well, yeah. the racing a lot of the times isn't as good. Yeah, I guess mm. that's usually yeah. true. Marky Mark, thanks for the two. Bristol will give me diarrhea. It's tense. <laughs> That's a that's a visual we didn't need to see, but we are. Hey, get you, go to the doctor. Get yourself checked out. WP after dark. <laughs> Uh, Nova Stone 12 said uh, NASCAR needs more mile and a half not to get rid of them. I got whoa, whoa, in the Twilight whoa. Zone. Whoa. We were talking uh, we, we were talking in 2018 about getting a lot of them off that schedule. Damn. Wow. Things happen fast. Things yeah. change quickly. <laughs> um, Zach Taylor, thanks for the five. So happy for Bubba Wallace to win on a mile and a half and with no rain. And I didn't hear any booze. Yeah, on TV, it did sound like mostly cheers. I didn't really hear any jeering yeah. or anything from him winning. So um seemed like a popular win. Debbie Cox, thanks for the five. I'm local for the Kansas races. Our section 257 loves Chase, but I'm always happy for a new winner. 
So see, even a non-Bubba fan was cheering, it sounds like. So yeah. There you uh, go. That, that backs up Zach's comment as well. I'm glad those were back to back. That's interesting. Um <laughs> sorry, Danny, but Jupiter Rain sent two and said Imagine being I saw, a, I saw this one. <laughs> imagine being a Titans and a Bowman fan. Both <laughs> mid. Oh no. Damn. Damn. Wow. Uh, imagine watching both blow in an early lead on the same Aww. day. And I hate I hate for this this one to be the very next one. But uh, Miles Gurley, I read the first half of this super chat earlier about you know Gregson. Is he the title favorite? We kind of answered that earlier. Mm-hmm. But thinking long term, could he potentially make it to HMS down the road, potentially replacing <laughs> Bowman? <laughs> Oh, uh, dang. Oh he can't catch God. a break. Bowman just had his most complete race, and y'all still want to get rid of him, bro. Oh I, I always had some joking in my my Kyle Bush of no, the 48. They're serious, I, I can't bro. tell if y'all are serious. serious I, 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 at this point, fire demanded. The fans say it's <laughs> trash. Never listen oh to the fans. Um, yeah. Jared Sanders. Not all the time. Thanks for the two. You never know. Uh, you you never know if an NWP member will have a sunglasses tan. I think he's looking at you, Jared. Just slightly. <laughs> I got oh, some yeah. sun today, it's... though, but I was wearing a hat, so I don't think it's too bad. The the, the lighting hit, hides it a lot more than it actually is. <laughs> like I, if if you were here in person, like I'm pretty sure the lizards we have out in the, in the other room have less scales on them than me. Oh my god! Uh, this one from, and I'm not gonna say this correctly. I apologize. Leaf Opstad. Uh, my three favorite drivers, Bubba, DH, and Bell, finished one, two, three on Sunday. Oh, oh and my Huskies, oh. Mariners, and Seahawks all won last weekend. Amazing. Oh. That sounds like a great time. Nice. Congratulations. Jack Flynn, thanks for the two. With KBM gone, TRD has no development program. 31 Supremacy. <laughs> is, that like a, <laughs> is that Justin Haley, Jordan Anderson Racing? Hey, what are we talking about you, here? You can't force it. it, it yeah. McDowell's the only one. I yelled that during driver intros when I was down on the trioval, and I had all these people looking at me like I was crazy. They just don't understand yet. Uh, Leaf Opstad also sent you this one, Darian. Darian, I'm counting on you ending the drought this month for NR Night in America. Uh, no hey, look, man. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I have the longest winless streak there. I run up front. I just can't win, bro. I can't close the deal. Bro. Uh, good we'll to see, see Barry here sent 10. He says Vince Vince Welsh belongs in a I don't know what that word means in a home. Um so either way, it's probably a, not very a, nice. To Vince in a Welsh. nursing home or something? Uh it's a word I don't recognize. And since I don't recognize it and it's coming from this account, I'm not gonna say it out Ooh, loud. In yeah, don't risk it. People. Don't risk it. <laughs> um M. Martin fan for life. Thank you for the five. NASCAR slump is directly the result of TV's Fox's idea to try and gimmick up the broadcast instead of having respect for the race and the fans. I agree that's a contributing factor, especially in recent years. Is it the only one? I don't think so. There have been years where ratings were booming and they were still doing their typical Fox, you know, yeah. shtick. Um, but it's it's contributing, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know about if you guys have any varied ones, but we've talked about that quite a bit in the past. Um, Sly Supersonic, always good to see you. Sent $13.52. Uh, hello, Fantastic Four. How are y'all doing? Doing pretty good. Hello. Uh, did you guys see going. that? Fantastic Four. Appreciate did you guys it. see that Richard and Kyle RCR trailer where Kyle's name is being put above the door? And then they both walk out and shake hands while looking at the camera. That was pretty awesome. I love that it was yeah. in front of a black number eight. They're really playing. Yeah, that, like that was that. cool. That was cool, man. Side note, which Fantastic Four characters are we? Have we figured that out? Well, yet? apparently, right now, because of my sunburn, I'm the I'm uh the the rock one. <laughs> I feel like I'm hey, the stretchy guy because I have long. Yeah, arms. yeah, yeah. Oh, you're so, de- you're de- you're definitely uh, Mr. Fantastic. Hey, okay. what is the Mary and Eric? Yeah, what does the what does the woman do though? What is the woman? Hey, What's she turns she turns invisible. Hey, wait, isn't she married to one of them? Yeah, Mr. Oh, Fantastic. Oh, oh, oh yeah, no, man. 
Oh, I, I, I sh- well, well, y'all are side by side well, on the screen. Would so. it, would I be, would I be the one that's the rock because of my sunburn, or would it be the Human Torch? You would be human. You would be human, human torch. torch. Yeah. All right. I get to be. I'm, I'm, I'm Chris and, Evans. I'm I'm the Rock guy. He's the Rock because he loves wrestling and the and the Rock. Wait a minute. There you go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And even in the crappy one, I still get to be Michael B. Jordan. I win. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot <laughs> I, about that one. That's right. Everyone I, does. Wait, who I think, is? Does Miles Teller? Stick. Does Miles Teller play Mr. Fantastic in the one? Yep. I just watched Whiplash last night. What are the odds? Uh, that is a good movie. Yeah, kids, I, I, uh, get your parents' permission before watching. But yes, it is a I, very good movie. <laughs> I, I think someone could take uh, what Eric said. He's the rock and then put my face over over the rock and his entrance music. <laughs> That's I love that. Um, sorry, we have a ton more super chats. We're going to be here all night, but we really appreciate your support. Alex Luff, thanks for the five. I feel Kevin Harvick is NASCAR's Roman Reigns and Kyle Busch is Seth freaking Rollins. Both polarizing heels, except one is funny. The other is just moody. Danny, is that accurate? Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Which one they say was uh, Roman Reigns again? Harvick. Okay, yeah. You, you need to acknowledge uh, Kevin Harvick. <laughs> I think I you you hear that chat? You hear that chat? Acknowledge him. Acknowledge. Uh, okay. Um, he's like speaking in code over here. Uh, Edible Giraffe 59, thanks for the five. I'd say yeehaw, haw ye for Talladega in a couple weeks, but I'm worried someone's going to yeehaw into the catch fence. Oh, <laughs> jeez. I think they're going to haw ye. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, Jasmine Howard, thank you for the five. Toyota isn't, uh, isn't going to something for KB for what he's done. They're paying for what he has left. Keeping him and delaying Ty Gibbs' development is worst case scenario. I think there's a word missing. Um, but I, I think Jasmine is agreeing with some of us who said that, you know, maybe it was a good idea to put Ty Gibbs in next year mm-hmm. um, and yeah. start his development with Joe Gibbs Racing proper as soon as possible. Uh, but thank you for the super chat. Appreciate that. 20 from Sound Guy uh, ZN Clark. What is your opinion when Austin Dillon mentioned Kyle Bush and also wanting to help uh, push himself forward? Um, yeah, Austin Dillon, he brokered the first meeting between Bush and RC and Richard Childress to make this deal happen. And then, yeah, he talked about, you know, Kyle Bush might makes him better. uh, And also too, um, he also mentioned that Kyle Bush offered him to drive for his truck team back in like 2010, 2011 ish around that time. So that's pretty cool. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, David Bell, uh, who we've had on before, I believe, uh, that is, uh, the father of one Christopher mm-hmm. Bell. So we really appreciate you tuning in, sent a couple of super chats. I read one earlier. I also sent one uh, that says, thank you fellas for everything you do for the sport. Be sure to watch Christopher Bell's micromania going to be fun. September 21st through 24th. Hey, no, thank you for watching. Absolutely. Thank you for watching NR9 as well. And, and uh, David, if you ever see us at the race, make sure you uh, introduce yourself and say, Hey, yeah, yes, sir. absolutely. would love to meet you. Um, Totus against another uh, fun stu- super sticker. Appreciate that. Uh, keeping the chat vibrant and popping. Um, another one from Sound Guy. Dale Jr. talked about going cup racing uh, uh, a few times with somebody who has a good sponsor by him that will maybe help Jr. move up. And he helped. Okay. I think what he's trying to say, I'm trying to decipher YouTube comments. <laughs> I believe he's trying to suggest that the Brandon Jones move to JRM could eventually lead to a cup series seat with JRM as well. Like maybe Brandon Jones. And Dale oh. Jr. go cup racing one day. Menards mm. Ream sponsorship, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. It's a good theory. Yeah. I, I think it's early to be making bold theories like that, but it, a theory is just that. Um, they have the money <laughs> if they want to. Go I think they have some of the money. I don't know if they have no, some of it. it yeah, but sorry, got some, some of it. <laughs> a good start. Um, Speedway Anywhere, thanks for the five. The ironic part is RCR actually had to negotiate a charter. RC has been in the biz longer than any current owner. Yeah, that's the thing. He still has to negotiate the charter. I don't think he has one yet. I think if he's going to keep one uh, for Redick, 
he still has a lot of work to do. And that I think just adds a lot of questions. Um, Bailey, uh, sent another super chat said, how long until we see Custer announced back to the 41? It hasn't been made official yet, but he's coming back or it hasn't been made official yet, uh, that he's coming uh, back. And I guess, yeah, they haven't put out an official announcement, but it was kind of sort of said by someone. Yeah. We, think, we know. I think it's yeah, expected. He'll be, back. he'll be back. Um, Napa yeah. racing fan again said Iowa should have come back for trucks and Xfinity. Yeah. Iowa not on the schedule once again. Uh, hey, at least it's there for uh, for uh, IndyCar, at least. At least y'all got that. They pack it, too, for those races. Derek sent a super chat earlier, said, Need Dale Jr. in a KBM truck at North Wilkesboro. Ooh. <laughs> interesting. Ooh. It'll be a Chevy, at least. He, he, uh, he's, yeah. he's never ran a truck series race before. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be crazy if he drove for Kyle Busch. That'd be crazy. Crash the Hedgehog uh, says, I think RCR is playing the long game. Have at least two cars ready for future stars that go through the KBM and RCR Xfinity ladder. That's how I see it. So, not sure. Are they going to open up a third team and cup? For sure. Well, we'll find out. We'll see. Uh, but definitely. Uh, Napa Racing Fan again says the 2023 NASCAR schedule looks good, but the more important thing is the TV broadcast schedule. We need more races on Fox and NBC, less on mm-hmm. FS1 USA. Hashtag noon. Um, I agree. Let's see. Yeah, we don't yeah. know the start time for networks yet, but... I feel like we've seen every year the last couple of years like one extra uh, like broadcast channel added. Like the number of cable races has gone down slightly the last couple of years. We'll see if that trend continues. I'm not sure. Um, Sergeant Soas uh, sent two said Darian tell Estep to get involved in NR Knights. Yeah, you should come race sometime. I yeah, I've, you, always, you have I, to get in the lobby. Fast, I always though, I okay. keep this this wheel right here, but it's not plugged <laughs> into anything, and I don't have an iRacing subscription. Well, but one well, day, one day. Well, 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 I would jump in them too, but you do have to get your iRacing class up. So oh, it has to be I at least a fifteen hundred. He can make an exception for me, right? Well, it's no, just it's, it, it, it has it, to be at least a fifteen hundred. It's not. It's it's sadly can't be done. I can't no, even get into him. He can do it. I'll I'll just I'll just you know quietly. Just, I'll just be the pace car. Can I just drive just, the pace car? Just, yeah, you're you're, you're driving league. the pace car. Do what Danny does and join our league part time next year and our cup series. It'll be fun. It'll even hey, be on our channels. There you it. go. I love there it. Sounds go. good. I might finally have to cave and get a subscription. A couple from Arcane Draconis. Uh, so when, if ever, does Road America come back? It'll, it'll at least be three years. But yeah, uh, I, I remember Slapshoe said today on Twitter he looks forward to going to the next cup series race in 2075. <laughs> yeah, the, the rate they're going. Do y'all think Bowman and Byron are lifers at HMS? Byron, uh, yes. I don't know about Bowman. That's yeah. kind of how I feel. But even Byron, yeah. I don't know. He's got a long career ahead. Things can change. He signed an extension, though. Yeah, so. but I'm like he's not going anywhere for five, ten years, probably. But you know, I, Kyle Busch, we thought was going to stay with Gibbs forever. Yeah, yeah. Personally, I, I think, I think Bowman gets another extension. Might just be a couple of years, but I don't know if he ends his career there. Uh, new as a guy. I don't know how to say this name. Uh, I nailed it probably. If Bristol sucks, should we have two dirt dates? No. Uh, uh, no, no. If Bristol sucks no. this weekend, fix the damn car. Yeah, <laughs> fix the cars. I mean, we ain't, nah, we're not doing that. Hero oh. Hope 5 sent two. How will shifting affect Bristol? Return of the bottom? From what oh, I've heard boy. from drivers, they have no clue. They have no idea. Some drivers don't even think they're going to shift. Like, they don't know what's going to oh. happen. It sounds like drivers bottom are hoping and praying they don't have mm. to shift because there's already Let's so much going on. A bottom, which means more bumps and runs. Let's go. And better opportunities for payback. You're not just going to push somebody into the wall that's already yep. right there. Um, just oh, saying. Yeah. Uh, Watch out, Ross. If Denny Hamlet's behind you. Uh, a couple or more. From, a couple more from Arcane Draconis. Uh, most likely picks to replace Truex in Cup. Hot John Hunter Nemechek, I think. 
Um, I feel like they agent. might go after a big free agent around. Yeah, that it time. might be, yeah, it might just be a big free agent too. I don't know. That's a tough guess. Uh, next one, Bush drops the one in his number. Jones drops the one in his as well. Oh, Brandon Jones. Yeah, that's funny. That's a good point. That's odd. That's cool. 18 yeah. to 8, 19 to 9. How does that happen? Yeah, uh, another cool. one from Sound Guy, uh, ZN Clark. Jesse Little just announced that he will not finish the mm-hmm. season. He is going to assistant leave um, after Bristol. What's his role? What is he going to do? Uh, I don't know if he wants to make it public, oh, okay. but it is it not public? yeah, I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah, My but uh, I know what it is though. Okay, well, yeah, he that we did find that out just before the stream mm-hmm. started. Um, wishing Jesse Little the best. Uh, hope yeah. whatever his future endeavors hold. He's still a young guy. I know he's got a bright future ahead. Uh, Adam Smith, thank you for the super chat. Do you think JGR might give Ty Gibbs the 54 in Cup? I, I don't uh, think so. They're not. I'd rather. Well, they're not going to change the 18. That's, yeah. that's their so, franchise. One, yeah. one, one thing that Kyle Busch was, was saying that, like, the way JGR always operated, they just they didn't see, like, attaching a number to a driver. It's just these are, the, these are the numbers of the team. You hop into what works best. Yeah. Now, the 18, like, when Joe Gibbs Racing first started and they had one car, it was the 18. No way they're ever going to get rid of that number. They shouldn't. It's uh, tradition. Anthony Bauer, thanks for the five. I'm expecting to go to the Chicago race next season. Shall I expect to see the NWP hosts there? You will yeah. not see me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be near my parents. So. I'm playing so to be there, I might. But, but I don't know for sure yet. Yeah. I might. It, it's it's a matter of what the 4th of July looks like with my family. I'm 50-50. Street courses, you can't really see the whole thing. So we'll see. I just want some deep dish. Any excuse to go get some from the sources <laughs> makes me happy. Rosh Crash you got a free place to stay with us. I love yeah. that. Thank you. Rosh Crash Stain, uh, thank you to you as well. Kansas doesn't count. It wasn't his car, but he says it sarcastically. Um, <laughs> mostly support for Bubba this week, which has been good to yeah. see. Um, he, sent, he sent another one as well. Bowman was the only thing that kept Toyota going one, two, three, four. Hack my booty. My he's he's <laughs> calling out hey. Bowman haters. There you go, Danny. There's a Bowman. There defender. you go. There you go. The one of out of like ten <laughs> Bowman haters. The, the man gets it. There you uh, go. Rowdy eighteen diecast says, "I'm going to Atlanta in March. Glad it's four hundred miles." Uh, and it's at night too, right? Or at least one uh, of the races. The are? summer one's night. The, the summer sure one's at one night. Is. The, oh, okay. the spring one is four hundred. Uh, yeah. That's what he says. That's, I don't know if that's, that's true. That, wait, was it? No, that's what he said. He said the March one was four hundred. I thought it was five hundred. Uh, well, know. one of them is four hundred. I guess. Yeah, the summer I, I, one's four hundred. Oh, okay. the, the night one should be four hundred. Are they not both four hundred this year? Maybe that's no. a change. I know they should both be. Hey, chat, help us out. Really. Well, the I. <laughs> Me and Darian was there, and I can tell you that race was long. Mm-hmm. Oh, it okay being four hundred. Yeah, I got drow. I, I felt drowsy watching it on TV. Yeah. Super Speedway race NASCAR. Oh, they're, like that okay, they're, saying it, they're saying it's both. They're both 400. That's the oh, right way to go. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Uh, my chat is. I hope so. Wigging out. It's catching up. Uh, Tyler Dotson, thanks for the two cries in Jags fan. Yeah, welcome to the AFC South, buddy boy. <laughs> well, yeah. we'll, we'll relay that to Amp when we see. Hey, him. the AFC South is still wide open. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just get a win. Yeah, right now the leaders of the division have a tie <laughs> uh, see ties are important man. i'm telling That's you <laughs> freddie martinez thanks for the 10 you think 2311 regrets removing themselves from the driver's playoff instead of gaining a toyota car in truex they lost oh, a playoff car that right now would be the only playoff car locked in they, with a win well they, Kirk, did, they, they didn't 
they didn't choose to do that. They were kind yeah. of forced to do that. Yeah, Kurt, he he couldn't get healthy in time. So that's yeah. why. I, I, I wouldn't say, like, do they regret it? But what else were they going to do? Plus, they have the owner's one. Yeah, Austin yeah, Dillon. Dillon. What, 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 what really else? Out. Yeah. What else were they going to do? Say, Kurt, suck it up and get in? Yeah, there's not much <laughs> else they could have done it at that point. Uh, and all, uh, yeah, and also Austin Dillon had won, so he would have been yeah. knocked out anyways, right? So, uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. unfortunately it wouldn't have worked out. But Bubba winning, big for them to get at least the owner's championship, which pays the most money to the team when it's all said and done thank you nick uh super happy kfb is back in the chevy camp it's true it's been a long time coming yeah mm-hmm. uh billy the fourth i feel you danny i'm a titans and bowman fan as well my best friend is a vikings fan and he was all smiles while i watched the titans show hey Jared, well, you found another buddy we're we're, we're we're very much alike mm-hmm. uh shorty pjm said another five my twin sister loves joey and bubba too joey's her favorite we also really love oh my god she listed like 12 cars. <laughs> uh, Chastain, Sindrick, Reddick, Elliot, Almirola, Blaney, Almondinger, Hamlin, Byron, Haley, Kurt, or maybe that's Bubba. I don't know. Kurt, Bowman, and Suarez. Um, that's 13. I kind of 13. That's a lot of, I hate, well, well, a lot well, of love to go I, around. Hey, yeah. if, if one's not up there, you got a good chance of your driver winning. There that's, you go. That's the way to watch on Sunday. You know, no, no chance of taking a, an L. You, get, you win every week. <laughs> Um, I think this is the last one at long last. We've gone over two and a half hours. Thank you all so <laughs> much for being yeah, Thanks for the support, man. We, we might as well keep it up. We'll hit three hours. <laughs> yeah, at this point, uh, Arcane Dracona sent to, what are the odds of Atlanta losing a date? It's obviously not happening next year, but no. in the future, I, I, I don't think so. I think this Super now, Speedway is here to stay until it flops, if it ever flops. Now, I was afraid that Kansas would lose a date based on the attendance, but no, they're back on the schedule. They have that little uh, casino deal, so they're not going mm-hmm. anywhere. Uh, and thanks for the comment, Steel Tiger. This is just personal. It sent a nice comment about um, watching for 11 years. That's like as long as I've been on YouTube. That's ridiculous. So wow. I appreciate this, the longtime support, Steel Tiger. Um, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for, uh, I guess, always being there. Holy crap, that's insane. Um, <laughs> but thank you so much. Uh, I think that's going to do it. I already I, I, I announced it before we uh, got into the final Super Chat stage break. But once again, next Wednesday, one week from tonight, September 21st, 8 p.m. Eastern time, will be on the Icebergs channel. Wait for them, Jarrett, so they know where to find you. Yes, click on his face Hi. and subscribe. No, that's not how you do it. His link is down in the description. Um, but make sure you're subscribed so you do not miss next week's show. Um, but that is going to do it. I do not have the Dale call with me, unfortunately. Uh, it's at the it's shop getting good. getting cleaned, getting redone. Um, cost me an arm and a leg, too. Goodness gracious, it's at the dealership. Uh, but... Thank you all so much for tuning in. Final thoughts, gentlemen. Uh, hey, this was a fun up. show. This was an awesome show. Um, is this the record for the longest podcast? No, not right? even close. Oh, not even. Uh, close. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Yeah. All right. I know which one it is. Never but, mind. Uh, I know which one it is. But yeah, it's definitely uh, in the record it, books, though. It was such a big week that we had to push the the new Mustang talk to next week. Yeah, that like broke yeah. during this show. For people who I saw some yeah. people in the chat were saying that they revealed a new Mustang that's going to race in 2024. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, talk, we'll talk more about that. But just first glance. I'm kind of worried it's going to be not aerodynamical the way it needs to be. I don't know. They'll it'll, figure something it, out. It'll look good, but will it race good? That's the question. That is a good question and a great one to end it on. Uh, give everyone something to think about as they fall asleep mm-hmm. tonight. Thank you so much for watching everyone to all of you who sent super chats. A huge thank you. Your support means the world uh, on behalf of the rest of my co-hosts here. Uh, my name is Eric. Thanks for listening to the NASCAR weekly podcast. We'll see you again next week <laughs> goodbye green green holy moly Take off! Yeah. this guy thank you wow!
Hell yeah. <laughs> Great job, man. Yeah. Now we got a crash. Car spinning left and right. Buddy, let her rip. Rain like hell, baby. Come on. Oh my God, guys. Yes. Yes. Unbelievable. You guys are the best. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, what a year. Eric Estep here. This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries. Get it done with green. Forney offers a full line of welding and plasma cutting machines, metalworking accessories, and more. For do-it-yourselfers all the way to professional metalworkers, Forney has everything you need for your next project. Shop Forney's top-of-the-line products at forneyind.com. That's Forney, F-O-R-N-E-Y, ind, I-N-D.com, or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.